I'm just getting ready to talk about how you think cheerleaders are, are trash athletes. Professional cheerleaders. Still. They're just dancers. They're not. Do you ever met a professional cheerleader? Hey, the professional. Nate, I'd like you is... right now to stand up and touch your toes. And as we trim the tree, how much fun is gone. Welcome to 4th and 10, right here on FortDisher.com, SoundCloud. Nope, not anymore. Uh, <laughs> Stitcher, iTunes, the TuneIn Radio app, all powered by the Blog Talk Radio it's Network. So funny. It got, I just, it's such a habit. It got in such a habit. I know, man. Man, thank you guys for joining us. Three comedians, 10 topics. The number one podcast in Atlanta based on sports slash comedy hosted by us. So thank you guys all for being here. My name is Nathan Owens. You can find me on Twitter. At I am underscore Owens. Who's our sponsor? Snapchat and Instagram is just I am Owens. This week? Yeah. Well, we're the unofficial podcast of Eggnog. So okay. that was a big... You know, they they just they texted me and they're like, hey. You got Eggnog's number? <laughs> we got your back. Not surprised. Unofi- <laughs> unofficial. Y'all don't like Eggnog? No, I love Eggnog. Okay. David Purdue. I just don't have a number. We're not that close <laughs> to the person is what I'm saying. You with Eggnog? <laughs> eggnog. Text David Purdue. Let him know. That- no, don't text me Eggnog. <laughs> Don't text me. I love you, but don't text me. Uh, yo, what's up, people? Dave Purdue in the building. Follow me on Instagram and Twitter. I had a toothpick in my mouth. I was trying to be cool. There's no need to be cool to you guys because you can't see me. Uh, Instagram, Twitter, at do or die. That's at D-U-E-O-R-D-I-E. And, of course, Damon Sumner. What's going on, good people? Get at me on Twitter, D-A-M-O-N-J-R. Excited to do it. Yeah, appreciate everybody. I just want to remind sure. people to you know, yeah. message us. Uh-huh. Continue. We appreciate that. We do, yeah. man. So we, we don't just say... Follow us and stuff, mm-hmm. and then like we want you to message us. And we stuff mean like that. that. We mean yeah. that, man. Yeah, we do mean that. I feel I like we go through the motions. We do. We, we mean this stuff, but we, I just want people to know we mean it. We really mean, <laughs> and we appreciate it. We Very genuinely so. appreciate it. Very much. The so. kind words, the, the positive uh, feedback, letting us know yeah. what's going on in the world, and oh, stuff we might want to talk about. All that good jazz, man. We're grateful for. Thank you guys yeah. so much for listening, for sure. Uh, speaking of that here want to shout out a few people who uh, have joined the Patreon team if you don't know Patreon.com please get on that uh, please get on that one because we've got exciting content coming your way we've yeah. planned it out I just uh, we just created a calendar where we got things going we got bonus episodes popping off we got giveaways we got Google Hangouts you're like what is he talking about get on Patreon.com find us 410 we're trying to tell you here but real quick shout out to Raven Fox our main man Chris Burnett and Ben Shrimp y'all for coming and joining the team appreciate you guys so much yeah. uh, it's gonna be good man we're actually uh, recording a, a bonus episode uh, for the patron uh, people uh, next week so that's gonna be double good it so don't wanna good. miss out on that cause that's yeah. gonna be pretty delicious we got it and, if, and again the pre-show audio <laughs> and the pre-show audio I don't audio. think people realize <laughs> you're getting a whole nother podcast don't miss out on this pre-show, this pre-show audio, audio today Woo! was uh, <laughs> it's like, pre-show audio today was miserable no. that means we got it on Nate that's cold for Nate says <laughs> something crazy we just had a care bro. We, we just had a care for people So I feel like uh, uh, Most of the pre autos Have been that Cause Nate feels safe Like we're not recording yet But now he I don't think he realized We've been always recording And now we're giving it To the people Then we're giving it back To the people So now the people can know We're not crazy For going in on them Come inside the room with us Come in the room with us Come in the room with us Dave you got a review for us I do have a review yeah. Again This is me going to The fourth district Fourth district Review page So a lot of this stuff Is from like the summer Okay or a while back This uh, review is entitled Hilarious. Okay. And it's from Sojourner Ruth. Ooh. I like that. Oh, I see Play what you did words. there. I see what you did. Black History 365, 24-7. Let's go. Let's uh, go. 
It's five stars and it says, uh, I'm not super well versed in sports, but these guys are so hilarious that I feel like I can understand what they're talking about. Please keep it up. Thank you, Sir Journal Ruth. I appreciate you listening. We will keep it up. We will. Um, Thank you. I, again, yep. I love that people listen and they're like, hey, man, I don't know nothing about sports, but y'all hold it down. And we're, I'm, I mean, I can't speak for these guys, but I will say, I also know very little about sports. At least I don't keep up like I used to. And so, yeah, this is for that. This podcast is for those people. People who like sports, people who don't know sports, people just want to be entertained. We yeah. are the podcast for you. We are very entertaining. So tell your friends and tell your friends. Keep rating, keep reviewing, uh, keep tweeting us, keep retweeting us when we put it out. We appreciate y'all, man, for real. We do. This is this is great. This is fun. Uh, no Dan this week. Oh yeah, we're running wild. Yeah, if you haven't, yeah, there's no Dan in the room. So mm. there's no only Dan. there's no Dan with two dogs in this house. Two dogs in here, bro. He left the dogs to <laughs> just to be dogs. sure. We it's don't two drink dogs out his and one of them is worse than the first one. Bruh. I'm like, yeah. how do you get a worse dog? Got a worse dog. That dog, Kate, and then the, then Marley acting brand new. Oh, I texted me and said, your dog is brand new. Bruh. Okay, brand new. That what happens when you get a new friend? You be like, yeah. oh, let me show out in front of that. Yeah, friend. that's that's that black moment. Oh, you gonna show out in front oh, of your you friends? Show out. Okay, okay. I know. Okay. Wait till we get in the car. Yo. I'm gonna pinch all the back of your arm. I'm gonna pinch the back of your arm. Acting up in front of your hand. Keep acting up. Oh, so James, I don't know what James do, but I know what's gonna happen in my house. Did you ever heard in your life? Don't be acting in front of your friends. I mean, yeah, yeah, my parents have not. not no, no, I've never said that. that in that no, way. No, not in that way. Have you ever heard, don't act up in front of these white people? <laughs> have you heard that no, one? Have you heard that one? Oh, <laughs> man, that, is... that kind of goes without saying. Have you, ever, <laughs> have, you ever, have you ever heard, don't act up in front of these black people? <laughs> <laughs> you better represent us well walking into this West End Mall. You better represent us well. <laughs> no, that's what I have to say is, Mom, please don't. Just If you have any questions, I'm text. so curious now. What's the blackest room you've ever walked into, let's say, before 18? Mm. Before 18. The blackest, like, like, a blackest, you're like, this is, I'm in a minority. <laughs> this is a black room. I'm very curious. What room makes this? you say, whoa, this room is black? This room is black. <laughs> You ever walked into a room that was like, whoa, this is, this is, <laughs> this is a black room. Bro, I remember, we're going to get to you in a second. I remember I was in China, yo, and after a show in Beijing, we go, it's a dude who uh, who's walking with us, kind of showing us the city. We're going to go to this cool taco spot, he mm -hmm. says, right? Then this dude, to give you a little bit of background about him, you know, he's, he's, he's Chinese, he's native, he's bilingual, cool dude, trying to do comedy, all good, but he like knows like too much Hip hop, like he's like been oh, too westernized. Yeah, like he watched like all the 106 in Park. I'm just Ooh. like, whoa, take it down. Ooh. You hit me with another Murder Inc. reference. I'm gonna lose my cool. <laughs> murder, bro. When we get to we get to this secret taco spot, legit, it's a secret. He has to do a secret knock, Ooh. right? We come in. It looks like nothing. We're in an alley. It looks like nothing. The door opens. The room looks totally different, right? Oh, we walk in, and he goes, "Whoa, there are a lot of black people in this room." <laughs> And I'm like, oh, <laughs> my people. Wait, it's all been hot. I walk in this room, bro. I walk in this room. I'm like, hey, uh, hey, uh, uh, jig, jig. Look to the left, look to the right, look to the left, look to the right. Where y'all been at? Whoa. <laughs> and it's just two black people in the room, bro. <laughs> It's just two That's all those other black people, black people in the room. It's funny. It's just it's just mission control. <laughs> what y'all was doing here? I look real hard. It's like just a broomstick in the back. I was like, oh, this is ridiculous. It's like this is my house. This well, is ridiculous. Yeah, you let me to my home. <laughs> this, this is a mirror. I didn't know you were making tacos tonight, honey. Like. 
But yeah, seriously though, the Nick, blackest, blackest room that you've been room. in. This is a safe, co- this this is is a safe, safe podcast. podcast. We start the podcast. Yeah. Or no, no, just in life. Just in life. Just in We're life. going live. The 14 might be too in tough. Life. Just in life. Nah, because I want to do pre-comedy because I feel like he's done. Mm. Yeah, because yeah, comedy. Sure, 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 sure. Yeah, com- I know that's one of the been the best things. Or just pre-comedy. Not 18, maybe just pre-comedy in general. I kind of want to know young Nate. I don't want to know no, he was let about. that man be dead He already got enough On his hands As a 27 year old man <laughs> Can't bring too many stuff From the grave Come on man What's the What you got Ah oh, man This is not This is the same place but It was on. probably The first mission trip I went on Oh okay. I think I remember Telling the story To Glen Allen Mississippi yep. Glen Already Al- So you know oh, yeah. it's black It's Mississippi Mississippi <laughs> Glen Allen Mississippi Glen Allen That was Yeah sweet mm. <laughs> We didn't think To put an age limit On the VBS mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, So the whole town Showed up Mm. Pretty much And so I was in charge Of arts and crafts mm-hmm. And uh, my dad gave me Zero heads up mm. So I'm seventh grade I'm a little chubby Homeschooled kid Yeah And uh, all of a sudden I walk in to teach crafts To a bunch of 16, 17, 18 year old Black teenagers Black teenagers <laughs> <laughs> And it was a It was a ball in the cup mm. that, that we were making that day Mugging a ball in the cup a ball in the cup Okay And uh, then you could paint it Like a fun basketball Because mm. it was a sports themed VBS Ah Got it and so I What I is VBS for people who don't know? Vacation Bible School Got it So yeah So there's that I mean we've talked about it before That kind of paint by numbers mission trip mm-hmm. that, that we all went on You go You put on a VBS You paint a house You take a bunch of pictures You said we all went on I ain't going to <laughs> <laughs> He tried to put us in that boat <laughs> That's your life bro <laughs> Yeah, I grew up south of 20 yeah. <laughs> yeah, this, man. We this. So Yeah so that that, that was I, I remember the girl that was supposed to tell me uh, She just She walked out yeah. She left you? She. I was like it's your turn to teach And she just said no That's disrespectful And walked out So it was just I think that's what prepared me for stand up Because it's like I'll never be more embarrassed And scared than I am mm-hmm. Right now mm-hmm. Telling And then they started hitting each other with the cup And that uh-huh. was It's like alright Okay So Let me mm. get out of here <laughs> <laughs> Sink away, boys. Sink it was, away. It was bizarre. Yeah, yeah. It was a I weird, got it. It was a weird week. I got you. Listen, everybody's got it. Everybody's everybody's been in the room like, woo. Trying to the whitest room I've ever been. The whitest room. The whitest room. When, when y'all mm. came out to CNPC, I was. Oh yeah, for sure. <laughs> that, was that was top five yeah, for sure. That, that was, was yeah. Five. That was up there. That was top five. Mm. I had to think on that for a second. Yeah, I Let think me think about it. Everybody in the podcast. That's up there, it. though. It's up there. That's top five for sure. Good rankings. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Let's do it. <laughs> All right. First topic. We're going to talk a little seasonal sports. Uh, Victor Olandipo, who's having a, one of the best years uh, of his career right now, uh, was asked after a game about Christmas movies. Uh, we have the clip right here. So nobody has to put it up online tomorrow because it's just audio. So here it is. Watching Home Alone the other night? Yeah, every night, bro. Home Alone 1 or 2, it just depends on how I'm feeling. <laughs> Is that your favorite Christmas movie? Yeah. What's the difference? What, it, what, I mean, what determines which movie you're going to watch? I don't know, it just depends on how I'm feeling. I guess it's just like, do I want to see him go to New York or do I want him to stay <laughs> <laughs> It just depends. So great fake media laughs there. <laughs> So Olin Depot is ranking Home Alone 1 and 2 basically in his top three. <clears throat> uh, Damon and I talked to Christmas movies a lot this week uh, because I, I had the pleasure of introducing his family mm-hmm. to Muppet Christmas Carol, which mm-hmm. I consider number one mm-hmm. Christmas mu- Christmas movie of all time. Mm-hmm. So what what's y'all's, I guess real quick, top three to five Christmas movies? Uh, Christmas Stories up there. Okay. Um, How to Grinch Though Christmas. Does that count as a movie? Which one? 
The animated one. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah, the animated one. I watched that. I, I guess so, that, so. That's the thing. Is that is that a whole movie or is it a Christmas special? It's a, uh-huh. I mean, is it 30, 45 minutes or is it? I don't need two hours to explain the story of mm-hmm. how to okay. stole Christmas. Mm-hmm. Thirty minutes is sufficient. Mm-hmm. Okay. Charlie Brown Christmas. Mm-hmm. That is also up there. Uh, uh, I like this Christmas. The the new one, Chris Brown and stuff. I hey. like that one. That one was good to me. Yeah, and, and Wild and Out, uh, Idris Elba. Yeah, the young Idris. Wow. And uh, let me see. I feel like I'm forgetting some good ones. Probably, probably. I doesn't. mean, Home Alone's got to be up there. I think no, uh, Home Alone. The first Home Alone is one of. It's probably top three for me. Mm-hmm. I like Home Alone Lost in New York mm. better. That was my favorite. You liked okay. it better. I did like it better. Mm. I'm be honest. The Bird Lady freaked me out. The Bird Lady was crazy. Yo. Bird Lady. I was like, cool. she could die too. Like, <laughs> <laughs> she could go, brother. I didn't like how that. The Bird Lady. Trump ball was in that one too. Huh? Trump was in Home Alone too. I take it back. Don't like that movie at all. <laughs> Number two. He was in two. He was two. in two. He had a cameo appearance. Yeah, he had a cameo. Appearance. Yeah. <laughs> Burn that movie to so the I'm ground. I'm taking that back. I think he stays in Trump Tower, if I remember correctly. It was something like that. Uh, maybe. <laughs> that movie has moved all but the way. But he had the talk boy in it. I remember he had the talk boy in I it. I ain't seen two in the look a good minute. Remember because he put the he had the he he hooked it up so they had the shower and he was playing. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. I think I think for me, uh, no particular order, but it's going Home Alone One is going up there. Uh, Santa Claus with Tim Allen's up there for me. Oh, I funny. forgot about that. Very one. funny. That uh, I'm one. not mad at the animated, uh, but I'm a big fan of Jim, Jim Carrey's. Uh, I have a love hate with him and, and uh, the Grinch that he was in was. Uh, I really enjoyed that one. Okay. Uh, the Best Man Holiday. I didn't see that. There. You didn't see that. I one? heard some people say they cried to death. I was like, no, thank you. <laughs> the best man holiday uh, with all of the black people from the early nineties and early two thousands. Yeah, I was in that bad boy. Uh, this Christmas is up there, uh, and then probably rounded out probably Elf. I laughed. I laughed a good bit in Elf. It probably in the back end. Of I day. never watched Elf, so it's it's pretty good. El- Elf's, good Elf's a, a very good. I mean, Christmas I never watched movie. it all the way through. I've seen sure, sure, sure. chunks seen yeah. come yeah. in. Yeah, what you so you had you had uh yeah, Muppet Christmas is Muppet, your one. Muppet's Christmas Carol, uh Home Alone. Home Alone. Um Elf is Elf is good. Mm-hmm. Um I I'm very nostalgic for those claymation. Mm-hmm. The claim the Frosty the Snowman. Mm-hmm. The ones that come on. Now, are once. you watching are you guys watching these movies every year though? Like do you oh, have I'm, a I'm watching I'm watching The Grinch Which, and you know and Charlie Brown every year. You're watching The Animated Grinch yes. and Charlie Brown every year. And um what did I just say? Uh, this uh, Christmas story, a oh, Christmas story. Okay, I'm watching it all through. I'm watching all through. Every and you're watching Muppet Christmas Carol, yep. right? And then you're watching what else? The animated ones you just talked about as well every year. Uh, yeah, mm-hmm. if they're definitely if they're if they're See, on. See, I don't have. I'm assuming that kind of was kind of how you kind of yeah. grew up to an extent. We didn't watch anything. Um, we didn't grow. I didn't grow up watching anything. You know, like a tradition type of deal. So okay. I'm trying to one. I'm just kind of exposing my kids to appropriate. Uh, kids, uh, Christmas movies because you know some of them on low key. When you look back at, you like, yeah, y'all trying to wild, y'all trying to wild on me here, right? right now. Right. Wild on me. So, um, so we'll see. It's interesting to kind of build those traditions with Christmas because you know if you find you a couple good ones, you know you it's it's cool to run it back. You know what I'm saying? So we'll see. Muppet Christmas Carol was, um, it was not bad. So I want to I want to say that it was not a bad movie. Okay. Mm-hmm. It was a couple chuckles. My wife laughed a couple times. Um, you know, so I, I give it a, I give it a C plus. Ooh, I give it a C plus. Wow. I, give it a, I give it a seventy-seven. That felt, 77. That feels very disrespectful. No, no, no. My, my son really enjoyed it. My, my oldest daughter was a little spooked out. Uh, you know, <laughs> I, I felt bad about that. I forget. <laughs> so I, I think for me, I, I'm just not a big fan of puppets, and so that's just a, that's just a big thing. Like I'm not, okay. I'm just not a big fan of puppets in general. So 
if it was animated or something like that, maybe it may play a factor. But just puppets in general, like I'm just not, I just not, I just not a big fan of puppets. I don't think anybody should be a big fan of puppets. <laughs> I don't think ventriloquist should be a thing. Um, <laughs> I, I think that's about four things that should be put on the list. Yeah, you know, it'd be uh, ventriloquist. Uh, you should be put on the list. Uh, magicians, you should be put on the list. Um, Anybody who uh, Asian who cooks Mexican food too well? No, I'm joking. Um, and so, but they make the best sweet and sour. Um, you know, it's just it's just not it's just a little weird to me just to kind of put your hand in the puppet and have the string on it and just you just kill it. They kill it. That's what gets me. It's like they be killing it's the too, movements. It's too good. It be solid. All right. No, it's just weird. So all right, I don't. I, I like to warn people before we bring stuff off mic mm-hmm. onto mic. Okay. But you said something this week that I want to discuss. Sure, sure. Uh, you said Nightmare Before Christmas uh-huh. was a Christmas movie. Right, right, right. I was just, so I don't want to cut you off. Yeah, I was literally it. just looking at like, like some of my list. Yeah. Nightmare Before Christmas was on. It's on everybody's top See, movie. See, I always considered it a Halloween movie. Why? I never considered it a Christmas movie. Why is that? Because it's all about D, isn't it about dethroning Christmas? Dethroning Christmas, Dethro- like isn't isn't the whole story was that he doesn't he wants Halloween mm-hmm. to be all the time. The mm-hmm. main character mm-hmm. is anti Christmas, pro Halloween, right, right. And there's no redemption. And so you you took that as it being a I took that as, as it a Hall- being a like Halloween. watch it during Halloween. Yes, not I've, doing Christmas. Everybody that I've known that watches it uh-huh. watches it during Halloween. Uh huh. I've never heard of anybody watching it at Christmas. Yeah, yeah. I hear you. Hmm. It's just another example of our different circles. I hear what you're saying. <laughs> yeah. That's it. I, now, I've never been at any type of shindig where someone's like, hey, let's watch the name right before Christmas. Yeah. Oh, it's never been a casual thing. Uh-huh. But it's like, oh, hey, it's Halloween. Uh-huh. Let's throw Nightmare Before, before Christmas on. That'll be fun. I, I mean, the One aesthetics of, the of it. is this is Halloween. Yeah, yeah, I hear you. I hear you. The aesthetics of it for sure fits in Halloween. I think that's why it makes it such an intriguing Christmas movie. Um, what's, they, got, what's, they got trading places. Ah, well, you know, as was Die Hard. So, so there are there are movies that take place at Christmas Christmas time, and I was like, is this a Christmas movie? That's a good question. What makes a Christmas movie? Batman Returns a Christmas movie. They have it on here as as a Christmas movie, right? If you got if somebody's got a Christmas tree up as decor in the in the scene, if it's snowing and there's jingle bells in one scene, you're like, yeah, this is a Christmas movie. Yeah, I forgot about It's a Wonderful Life. That's the one I watch. That's the most overrated Christmas movie. There you go. Of all time. Of all time. It's a Wonderful Life is terrible. Mm. Well, it has a miraculous number ninety four on your Rotten Tomatoes. Oh yeah, mm. everybody, everybody loves it. Yeah, it's so not, it's overrated still. It's not yet because you overrated. because you were the one advocating for, advocating for Rotten Tomatoes. Oh, no, no, tomatoes. I, I'm pro Rotten Tomatoes, but so they're but, wrong sometimes. Yes, of course they are. Okay. Oh, okay. They're oh. not. I never said they were perfect. Mm, you did it, but your your previous statements it definitely made it seem difficult to believe that. Yeah. So. <laughs> they're bad. How's it overrated? It's just it's not entertaining. It's it's not as it's not entertaining. Okay. It's not good. We're not gonna. I think Jimmy Jimmy we're Stewart. We're not gonna Jimmy Stewart can only play Jimmy Stewart. Jimmy Stewart's not a great actor. Jimmy Stewart. Next give me, topic. Give me five. <laughs> give me five movies with Jimmy Stewart. Uh, he was in that. He was in To Kill a Mockingbird. Uh-huh. Uh, Legend. That's, those are two legendary movies. Legendary but movies. They, they are. Uh-huh. But he's and, he the was same. Ter- and he was terrible in both of them. <laughs> both right? of them. I, I didn't say he was terrible. Uh-huh. He was bad. I'm yeah. saying he's the same. Is same bad? Is he bad? Is he bad or is he good? I think he's bad. Give me some B-side movies since you know his era of oh, movies. Oh, I don't know his era. I'm saying everything I've seen him in, I've not enjoyed things. his performance. Two, two things. things. That everybody loves. That everybody loves. <laughs> I don't think everybody... I think everybody loves, buddy. I think everybody loves A Wonderful Life and To Kill a Mockingbird. Yeah. I think those are both facts. Goodness gracious. Hilarious. We heard the horn the first time. Get out of here. 
Goodness gracious, you put this man in control. Dan's, Dan's mouse is weird. I'm sorry. Dan's mouse is weird. Dan, Dan's mouse. <laughs> Why would you do that? Why would you have to? You're honking us because yeah, we about to roast you <laughs> for another terrible opinion. <laughs> and you don't want us to go That's in. That's not a terrible opinion. I want people to tweet at me if you actually can, if you actually love It's a Wonderful Life as a movie. They're not going to waste I'm their gonna tweets. I'm going to live tweet you now. <laughs> Listen. It's a good movie. Go for it. They're not going to waste <laughs> their tweets on that. They've got nine other topics to find out something they should tweet you on. <laughs> right. They're not going to be Christmas movies. Let's keep it moving. Number two, sticking with talking about tops uh, and rankings, uh, one of the greatest uh, athletes of all time, NBA players of all time, your boy Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, says that the NBA is on its way to replacing the NFL as the League of America's future. That's what he said. He says, yo, all signs point to the NBA replacing it. In a poll recently here, NFL uh, for American fans dropped from 67 to 57% in five years, and then basketball has increased by 3%. Um, I mean, of course, you know, it's still king NFL because the Super Bowl alone got 100 million viewers in 2016 and the NBA Finals only got 20 million. Mm. Uh, So it's still got a ways to go. But he's just talking about from the level of their stardom, right, and just the stars to just their brand to also just the more being uh, the NBA being more tolerant of NBA players freedom of speech. That's been huge. And the players speaking out for that. Uh, as well as also just the safety. Right now, NFL is uh, football is the third most popular sport for youth in America, while NBA, while basketball is number one. So you're talking about when you say the future, you got to mm-hmm. look at that. NFL is number three, <clears throat> or football is number three, and NBA is number one. Is it legit? Is it not legit? Should it be? What are we thinking here about NBA moving up one day to the throne? I heard something interesting the other day. I think it was before uh, the last Sunday night game. Mm-hmm. Whichever one happened after the Steelers uh, player was injured. So mm-hmm. I forgot his name. But it, uh, Rodney, Shazier? Shazier, yeah, right? Uh-huh. Rodney Harrison gets on mic mm-hmm. in, working for the NFL. Working, working for the NBA. He said, I saw that hit and yeah. I looked at my son and said, you will never play football. Mm. A football player. Mm. <laughs> Who the champion said you will never play football? Then he went on to say mm. uh, something about t- tackling properly, whatever, whatever. Mm-hmm. But the fact that that is injected now into like mm-hmm. society mm-hmm. where parents are looking at their kids is like, don't even worry about that football. We mm-hmm. gonna do something else. Mm-hmm. That lets you know that like it's 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 a it's a, it's gonna be a dying sport mm. for two reasons. One because people are getting injured, but then two. You got to like uh, uh, I don't forgot the uh, football player's name plays for the Steelers. He, his interview, he was talking about how like the game is police, like the rules of the game are terrible now. It's not real football, and he, you know, a lot of people disagree with him. But I think some athletes are gonna be like, well, if I can't really hit and I can't do what I want to do, and I could possibly get injured, I should just take my talents elsewhere, mm. whether it's play basketball or baseball, I mean, you know, or, or something else, mm-hmm. continue to run track, whatever it is. Mm. You know, I I mean, it's definitely on decline. Less mm. people are playing it now. I think flag football's up. Like it's, mm. it doesn't. It's not as. Uh, I mean, because now we know about brain injury stuff. People are like, why would I risk it? It makes no. The risk isn't worth it. You know. Yeah, I think I think it'll happen a little bit slower than people expect. I mean, the NFL's king. Mm-hmm. It it makes so much money. It doesn't make sense for it to just disappear. Um, but yeah, the the. The injuries are a huge thing. The brain damage. I mean, uh, I forgot his first name, but uh, the t- Texans quarterback, Savage. Savage. So he Tom gets Savage. hit. Has a, Tom Savage he has a concussion. Hit. Yep. They said it looked like he almost had a seizure. He mm-hmm. did have a seizure. Right. You saw that video? He had hit. His hands were his shaking. His hands were shaking. So his hand goes back in the game. Yeah. yeah. Goes back in. Five minutes later. Not only that, I think also the shifting of responsibility in the NFL with this injury. Um, so the Texans coach, I don't know his name off the top of my O'Brien. head. O'Brien. O'Brien. Put him back in the game, mm-hmm. and he said, well, "I just coach." I coach, and I was like, "Oh, you copped out." Yeah, I you just copped go, out. No, 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 no. Take first off, 
Savage, don't go back in the game. Yeah. Like, you should know that as a player standpoint. For me, though, and this may be a weird question to ask, at what point do we have enough information where we stop feeling sorry for guys that get hurt? At what point do we say, you entered this game with so much knowledge that when these injuries happen, we kind of go, "Hey, that's what you signed up for." Oh, I don't think that, I don't think you. I mean, I, I don't think we're at that point right now. I don't think as a society you ever want to get to that point because then you're a heartless society. You know what I mean? Where you're just like we're now we're no we're like the Romans or whatever gladiators. Like mm. you die, you die. you know what I mean? Well, I mean? We're not gonna be that. I don't, I don't think you can because it's just a very slippery slope. It's like oh, somebody have a a, a car crash. It's like well, we know yeah. We know one out of six people get in a car. It's right. like, you know, sucks to be you. So I don't think that'll ever happen. I understand what you're saying because you're like, you have the choice yeah. to not play this game. I don't think as a society we'll get there. I do think it's interesting, though, because um, because basketball is more international mm-hmm. than, than football, than American football. We know, you know, globally that soccer is number one sport globally, but basketball is continuing to rise. And I think... Face wise, I think it's definitely a legit thing, especially when you look at the youth uh, of today playing more basketball. When you look at internationally, people playing more basketball. I definitely think it, I think eventually it will happen. I'm intrigued on the timetable um, because, you know, um, it's just still so many diehard football fans. And there's nothing wrong with that. I mean, I enjoy when you watch a great football game, there's still something about watching a great great, football game. It's great to watch. You know what I'm saying? When you watch a great football game, there's there's still not much athletically to watch for me. That's better than a great football game. You know what I'm saying? So mm-hmm. that's one thing. I mean, my, it's been interesting to see. We've talked about football a couple times before. And, you know, my son, he enjoys playing football. I mean, like just playing football at recess and things like that. And uh, he, he's asked to play football. And the conversation kind of dies or whatever. But I have a friend, current friend, who played football in college. Great athlete. His son's a really good athlete. Three boys. And uh, he was playing. They were playing football strong for like three, four years, traveling football. Mm-hmm. And then just data, you know, data, 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 reports, reports, reports. And he's just like, yeah, we're just not gonna. We're gonna shut it down. We're gonna shut it down and find something else athletically and act, you know, to to put into you. You want it to be competitive athletically, and I think. I think that's going to continue to be a case as more reports, as more, unfortunately, injuries, unfortunately, even more so, more deaths and more headlines continue to come out. It's going to be a very challenging way that football as a sport, not just the NFL, as football as a sport for human beings, are going to be like, this is not really the best decision for us to do. You know what I mean? So it's going to be interesting to see for sure. Real quick, anybody who knows what you think that second one was? I said uh, American Youth Basketball is number one to play. Football is number three. Do you know what number two was? It's probably soccer. Sorry. What is this guy doing? What is he doing? What is this guy doing here? I had a good punchline to come in, and then it just faded away because you want to play Dr. Mario. No, it's not. (laughs) That's it. Well. The, auto, the autoplay was on. Sure, it went to on. the next video. I'm gonna go cricket. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I think it's curling. Oh, I think it's curling. I have no idea. Hey, we gotta go it's, curling. We gotta go curling. We need to be curling. Please, somebody so let's go curling. Comedian Andrew yeah. Michael went curling. Yeah. Oh, really? Yeah. yeah. We gotta go curling. We yo. will go curling. Put that on a challenge list, yo, guys. 2018, fourth and ten. Tweet us who you think to be the best curler. Who's the best? There's different roles and positions. We gotta probably do it competitively yeah. and then collectively. <laughs> There's gotta be individual ways. Right? There's gotta be a screamer, right? <laughs> a sweeper. Yeah. And a pusher. Yeah, I think I'll be an amazing sweeper. <laughs> it's gonna be good. I'll scream. That's it. I'll just okay. yeah, we gotta, what, what are the challenges, real quick tangent here? What's the quick what are some of the uh challenges we have on the board? Because we gotta we gotta get listen, patient.com, we're gonna have that exclusive content for you, 2018. 
on my so mama challenge. We got well, we got the uh, free throw challenge. Free That's free throw challenge is gonna happen. Mm-hmm. We gotta make that happen. happen. We've got now the curling challenge. Mm-hmm. Uh, we have another challenge. Do you have do you have a push up challenge too? Oh, you still got that push up challenge. He was talking about push up. No, that was green room talk. That wasn't. I don't no, remember that. I, you don't remember talking? About, we talked about it on the podcast, big dog. Yeah, I remember that very well. Somebody it's tweet, hard to keep track of what that says. What, what, is, what was the challenge? You said you, you, could, you could do 10 push-ups, and nobody feels confident about that. <laughs> <laughs> nobody feels confident about that. <laughs> 10 proper push-ups. Give me another month. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> David, I forgot your challenge. David had a specific challenge. Mm. Uh, somebody tweet us. There's, there's some, some faithful people who listen to us. Yeah, tweet us, you know the, my tweet us the challenges challenge. that we've talked about and thrown out there. You know we forget sometimes. We need a, a, a intern or something. Somebody <laughs> to come through for us yeah. and keep it tight. So we'll see. We got right. the challenge though for sure coming out. Yeah. Let us know. All right, guys. Coming up next, we're going to talk about the Ball family. But first, uh, we're going to pause. <laughs> Why am I so bad at that? All right, we're going to talk real quick about the Ball family. Uh, LeVar Ball taking his son's talents to Lithuania. That's where they're going. Uh, they pulled, so it pulled uh, the old or the middle child out of UCLA. I believe the youngest was committed to UCLA, so that's that's out. And uh, he found a Lithuanian team that is going to sign them both. Uh, so congrats to Lithuanian basketball. You now have two of the most popular names in the basketball world right now. What do you? I mean, are y'all pro or anti? <clears throat> Saying no to UCLA and going to Lithuania to try to make the NBA. Um. All right. So, I to literally today I caught up on the Ball in the Family, uh, Facebook live series or whatever, and uh, and when I first heard that they were going to Lithuania, I was like, that's silly. Go play basketball in college, right? And I first heard of the homeschool thing. I was like, that's silly. Go play whatever, whatever. And then somebody on there when they talked about him leaving high school said. Mentioned the fact that like Serena Williams, they were she was homeschooled at fourteen and became pro at fifteen. And then she and the whole point was, uh, we can pull you out of school. We know what you want to do. You sh- you're gifted. Or we know you're gifted at basketball. So let's get you ready for basketball. And I was like, I mean, I mean, as I knew beforehand, but I guess when you see like the actual commitment to that, I was like, all right. So then you're like, all right. Well, is Lithuania better than UCLA? I don't know. Probably not. But the ability, the, the chance to focus solely on basketball and, you know, go play against grown men for a while. I don't think it I don't think it's a terrible thing. I don't think it's as terrible as people are making it out the scene. Mm. You know? So I think uh, personally, I think it's a, a good move for Jello and not a good move for um, the youngest. I forget his name off the top of my head. Melo. Uh, Melo. Uh, so Melo is uh, at the currently number 15 in the 2019 class. 19 class? Uh, 19. Number 15 okay. recruit. Um, and then we know Jello was not. Um, and definitely suspended for uh, for shoplifting with some friends in China. And I was like, all right, pulled him out. So a couple things here. One, I think it's interesting because um, – I mean, Jello didn't really have anywhere else to go, in my opinion. No. Uh, so that was one. Two, he's not highly touted. Nobody's really got him on the scouting reports right now. So going to play ball as much as he can. Although the league the, uh, the league there, that was like, yo, we're probably going to give you more PT in our Tier 2 league, in mm-hmm. our Gatorade league, which, uh, which I'm not going to try to say these names. So basically just know, it was like, yo, we're going to try to give you more time in our Baltic, Baltic league, where the stakes are much lower, right? Uh, about 20, 25 minutes, you can move your way up, right? Mm-hmm. For, my, for me, um, 
with with Melo, the youngest, I was like, yo, number 15, go to UCLA, right? Play a year. I think that the best players in the country in America Mm -hmm. has a strong chance to be better than the Lithuanian league. I'm using words I think, right? With that being said, for him being highly touted number 15, I'm like, yo, you go do that year, right? You know you want it done. Boom, play with, in my opinion, better players, and then boom, you're here. So I was like, ah, pops, I'm torn because I'm like, yo, senior, senior middle child, you you don't have to, in my opinion, you didn't have to, Laval, you didn't have to send both of them, send Mel, uh, send send Melo to UCLA, you know what I'm saying, because he has higher potential, right? So he put him around, in my opinion, higher playing players, but for for uh, Jello, I was like, yo, yeah, 19, not highly recruited. You go ahead and mm-hmm. get that year in because maybe your your tape, maybe your skills, and all of the above can make you better prepared because college wasn't going to do that for you specifically. Yeah. I, so I didn't like them both being lumped together with the same plan, although they have two potentially different career tracks. Right. So I'll say this. Watching, again, watching the show. Sure, sure. The dad's all about them being together. Yeah, I he's heard that. Ve- he's heard very that. much so about, that. like, he wants them mm-hmm. all to play for the Lakers. Yeah, and that's just not that, going to happen. That's delusional. That's just not going to happen. But I will say, the move, I think again, I think the move is good mm-hmm. because you get the the middle brother, uh again, what is that? The Jello. Jello mm-hmm. He he can't go back, he can't go in NCAA. Now the youngest can't go because he signed with an agent already. Yeah. So his his thing is lost. And I always thought if you're top twenty, mm-hmm. why go why go play college basketball? Mm-hmm. If you can go get paid a year mm-hmm. overseas a la Brandon Jennings. Mm-hmm. Now and he went over by himself. But if you go over, you bring your family over there where it's not as lonely and stuff like that. You're gonna play better competition, especially if you get recruited to go over there. It makes perfect sense to me. You're gonna play better competition where? If you're if you're if you're higher touted and you get into like one of the good, you gotta be in one of the best leagues, right? But okay. but even still, I, I think I remember a lot of people say Brandon Jennings learned a lot from going over there personally, just because you're playing these grown men who are professionals sure. all the time, and mm-hmm. I think that. Just and then just being a professional for a year. To be clear, what you're saying is, if you're thinking somebody's top twenty, twenty five players in in basketball, yeah, high school, go 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 international, play for a year, play against professionals, get money, get skills, and then go to the NBA. Yeah, rather than one to do. Or if you like it, stay there a couple years. Sure, sure, sure. I you know what you. I mean? But What's, but don't but the I'm like don't I, I guess it's, I'm looking at like don't let NCAA exploit you. So really, then you're just not a fan of one. I mean, not you're not really then, but. You also saying that you're not even a fan of the one and done uh, route because you're saying there's a better route international. I think so, right? I think so. Now, what do you think? I think there's probably better routes international depending on who you are, not for a 15 year old to go play in Lithuania. Why? Because it's it's not. You're not a professional at 15. There are plenty and of professional also, athletes I, at I mean, 15. I, I think you've seen seen him play. I've seen him play. He's not Serena at 15. He's not Bryce Harper at 16. He's a cherry picker. Oh, you don't watch enough. He can shoot. <laughs> I, I'm saying I've Why seen, is he ranked 15th then? I, I you, re- think it's, honest, you think it's his name? Honestly, I have no you idea. Think it's He's his ranked name? 15 for a class that's in four years. Do you know how intense this stuff is? There's not. No, no, no I And it's do. not four years. It's like 2019. So twenty. So 2019. So it's like he's he's just turned 16. Okay, so that's two years. Yeah, so. they've ranked. They had they had OJ Mayo in eighth grade. Mm-hmm. I just and I don't that, I don't think it's a good best. move as a 15 year old. I don't think you're going to play better competition. You're but you're you for him he is. At fifteen? Oh, at fifteen, sure. Yeah, you're playing Lithuanian grown, league. Yeah. yeah, you're playing grown man professional people who like this is my livelihood. But I don't think the Lithuanian league is better than, than Chino Hill High School. Than, no, no, than better than NCAA Division One. By the time he gets to eighteen, nineteen, he'll be at the Euro League level. 
Somebody will recruit and play Euro League level, mm. and then he'll play that, get money, and then he can decide what he wants to do. Again, I got I don't I don't think it's I, honestly I thought it was a terrible move at first, but the more I think about it, it makes sense to go get your money, especially if you're going as a family. And it's like a family thing where you're not over by yourself. You go get your money. You learn how to be a professional. That's what you hear a lot of them say. They learn how to be a professional. Go learn how to be a professional and then stack your money and then come back and make your decision there. But at 15, I think it makes good sense because you're, you're going, you're, your job is going to be basketball player. So when go, you're that good. When you're, when you're, that, you're, good, when you're that good, your job is going to So it's nothing. But you is, don't need, is he that good? He's Yes. He's number 15 for a reason. He's not, that's, not, that's not a fluke. People yeah. don't just throw those numbers out there, I'm not Nate. saying people just throw those numbers out there. Right. So what are you saying? I'm saying I don't think it's a good move to go to Lithuania at 15 and commit to basketball full time. He's going to be a basketball player. But I'm saying for Whether every, it's in NBA or EuroLeague forever. Like, there are plenty of guys who went to college for four years, go play EuroLeague, whatever. Yeah. He, he's clearly good enough now to be one of those guys in five years. Sure. Like, he's going to develop that talent. Sure. He's tall, long, he can shoot. His game is going to develop. He literally just turned 16. Right. You know what I mean? So, so it makes sense. So, to what go are the two that. reasons you're saying he shouldn't go at 16? At 16, well, A, I just I don't think it's a good idea historically, and I think statistically, it's never worked out to get agents and money and stuff involved with kids this young. It's never been... What does it, that mean, though? He's already in, got in, a shoe. In, in any athlete, what are you talking about? In any industry. Serena, Serena what, what are you talking about? Serena, but Venus. For, for, for two, for every Venus and literally Serena, any, for every Bryce literally Harper. Literally every tennis player that's probably Sarah Pova, they all... Did that track Tennis tennis, I think is completely you said, different But you said No you just said Any industry So you can't flip flop You said okay, anyone Any industry except for A handful that, that recruit young I think hockey Recruits very young They start very mm-hmm. young With club teams Tennis obviously does that I don't think it works I, or Because it, it hasn't worked yet It has worked We just He just gave you Some examples of how It, it has hasn't worked. worked In basketball yet What are you talking about Brandon Jennings Brandon Jennings went one year as an as an adult, not at fifteen, getting an agent, having a shoot, Ricky Rubio, having all this pressure. Ricky Rubio, Ricky was Rubio played very well. You played, haven't told uh, us the reasons the why league. you feel that way. Because you see, Przingis, What are your reasons why? It's the age thing. What is what's wrong Dirk with the age? Dirk was not fifteen when he jumped on. What NBA. are your reasons why? You have yet to give us because you're young at so, fifteen. You're so dumb. You're stupid. You're gonna go over there with your brother who just shoplifted in China. And your so family. you just think they're dumb? That's why it's a bad. That's your reasoning. I think that's part of it. It's fifteen year olds are. He's dumb. going with his dad. Oh, his dad's leaving yeah, now. Lonzo, f- his dad's not going to be at Lakers games anymore. <laughs> He's going to be with his family. Man. I just, I don't think that this is a good move for a fifteen-year-old to You're go right. start. Playing but it's a good move for a family to move. <laughs> the family is going over there. It's just, what's it's, wrong with you? Have a good thing besides it's dumb. It's dumb. It's Lithuania. Let's stop acting like it's this incredible, prestigious thing that he's Lithuania doing. Lithuania is good basketball. It's Lithuania not is doing better than America. Oh my Name goodness. your best Lithuanian basketball look up, player. Look up the look up leagues. See, this, 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 this is the thing. You're doing this thing where I can I feel you don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> it doesn't. His argument was that it's dumb. It's I've dumb. watched <laughs> international <laughs> basketball. When Ricky We've Rubio... We've all watched basketball internationally. And Lithuania isn't always in the Olympics when Ricky and always Rubio, challenge, They have a good national team. When Ricky Rubio, was, people were talking about him, when Spain gave the U.S. a run for their money mm-hmm. a few years ago, when Ricky Rubio was 19, I believe people were still unsure. People were still hesitant to bring a guy internationally over. I don't even care about any of that, man. I'm yeah, what are you I'm, saying I'm now? on you saying your best argument was it's dumb. It is, okay, it is dumb. <laughs> Why? Because you don't send a 15-year-old to Lithuania to get himself. better at basketball. What's wrong with Lithuania? 
It's not like a basketball mecca. Why are people it's worshiping a, it like it's this basketball? No, Nobody's worshiping like it. Like it's a better environment for than a basketball high school, than America. Than a high school. It, you're you're playing, in the basketball capital of the world. And you're also playing against 15 and 16-year-old people instead of grown men. You don't so have you will to, get there's better. adult leagues in you America. You want to play at the Y? play at the Y? I'm saying if that's your argument that he's playing 15-year-olds, you can change that in America. I'm just laughing at you don't know how to argue. Where are the professionals? First off, everything started dumb when you got your 15-year-old to shoot, when you got him an agent. This is how you lose arguments when you try to sidetrack, bro. Nobody's taking it. I'm not trying to sidetrack. Stay focused on your argument. You said it's dumb. Everything about this has been dumb up to this point. It hasn't been. And then going to Lithuania. What's wrong with Lithuania? Even dumber because what? Because not you're America. not. Oh. It's, it has nothing to do. I'm saying y'all's argument is that we're, it's. We're talking about your argument. I know. I'm arguing have, against y'all's argument that it's this great. Decision. We don't have an argument. <laughs> you said stay focused here. I guess we're we gonna give flag. you. We're gonna. Oh, the flags oh, are already thrown, bro. Yeah. <laughs> Let me be clear. You said it's dumb it primarily is, because it's dumb to send a 15 year old to Lithuania. I said, what's wrong with Lithuania going? He said he brings up family, so now that argument's gone because he's not going by himself. Then you say oh, it's Lithuania. It's smart because you're bringing family. Oh well, you were assuming it but, sounds like. But correct me if I'm wrong. That you thought he was going by himself with his brother, correct? I, I mean, that's part of it. Okay, but he's right, not. So now he's going with the, the family. So boom, that out of here. So his dad's gonna be there. Yes. His dad or some so the team. He's so not then, going over there hanging out so with So then we stuff. say you say it's Lithuania, and then we say what's wrong with Lithuania, and you say it's not a better environment for basketball than America. It's not a better environment, but it's a better situation to grow oh, in no, basketball. No, I don't think it's a better situation. Right, right. So again, this is important. We're gonna bring some from the pre-hour show audio into here. You gotta stop speaking with the absolutes. This is another absolute situation. <laughs> no, it is. Well, you it had is an absolute, absolute moment. situation that Lithuania is not a better basketball scenario than America. For this specific situation with these ball brothers, it is a better situation for these two boys right here. Is that your opinion or is that a Oh, fact? that's my opinion. Okay. I want to teach you how to use opinions. You got to use think, believe, <laughs> that's fine. believe. But you can't say it's a bad situation. It's never been good. You can't speak in these hyperbole statements that's not a hyperbole about a country you don't know. Lithuania is worse than a basketball environment oh, that, in America. Oh, oh that there really is because you have no facts to prove that. I have plenty of facts to prove that. Which, I have give a, me three. I have Olympics. Uh-huh. I have, you look at the NCAA. Mm-hmm. You look at college. You look mm-hmm. at the D League. Mm-hmm. Everybody comes to America, mm-hmm. and there's to play also basketball. plenty of people who I remember this SI uh, report. This happened years ago, where they say college basketball is ruining basketball players, and European basketball is surpassing college basketball because they're actually teaching them skills and not letting them run around, jump, and be just be athletes. That's just coming fine. over here with skills. That might change. No, this was years ago, so this is clearly happening. This is this is only going to progress. If they were saying this five, six years ago, how the European basketball is becoming better basketball than college basketball because they're not just, it's not just athletes. They don't, they don't care about that. Like, are you moving? You're playing against grown men. It's literally like a, a, a city, a, a, a league of like spur level, like smart basketball players who are not relying on who can jump the highest or whatever, or who run. It's like, we're running plays. We're running drills. We're thinking basketball and our basketball IQ is much higher than college or high school level players. So you're naturally going to get better at playing basketball if you're with people who are playing with a higher IQ. That you can't deny. I'm just trying to train this man how to do an argument. You you know how to write an opinion essay? What's the next topic? (laughs) (laughs) You got five paragraphs. You got an intro. I'm 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 just trying to teach you how to have an argument because you can't start by saying, you know, it's dumb because that sounds like a 13-year-old. I just want to help you. I just want to help you out with the middle school argument piece you had. Let's go to the next one. Because we'll find something. <laughs> that boy said it's dumb. He did say it's dumb. <laughs> I don't you don't want to eat your piece? 
Because they look gross. They're green. What does that mean? <laughs> what does well, that mean? That's how you started the argument. I don't like peas because they're green. No one likes peas because they're green. <laughs> because it's dumb. That's good. Wow. Boy. That is good. Let's get it to baseball, which nobody cares about. Uh, <laughs> Carlo, we're going to talk about this for two minutes. Put it on the clock here. Yeah. Carlo, Stan, uh, Giancarlo. Giancarlo, thank Giancarlo. you. He's got too many letters. Stan, he went from the Marlins to the New York Yankees. That already was a great team. Mm-hmm. Was on the verge of going to the World Series this year. And a very, just from the outside looking in, who's not a huge baseball fan, seeming like a very weird trade situation how he lands up with the Yankees here. You already got Aaron Judge, who was a powerhouse rookie here. And then you bring in this powerhouse right here. Mm -hmm. This is a big move for the Yankees, right? Oh, yeah. What's interesting, if you don't know, is that Jeter, he is one of, correct me, right? Owners, one of the owners, owners of the Marlins, of the Marlins, and he sends their superstar to the Yankees, who is his former team. I'm just like, what is up? Maybe nothing. Maybe it's the best deal. Probably nothing. He's a businessman, and you know, there's a lot of money involved. We're gonna, I'm assuming, the best here. But I'll top here really quick. What do you think about this trade? Did it make sense? Is it good for baseball? Is it good for Florida? Is it good for anybody besides the Yankees? It's not good for Florida. Okay, <laughs> uh, this old new ownership. They're doing exactly what the old ownership was, which is. They give these players a bunch of money uh-huh. and then they trade them because they, they don't want they don't want to pay them long term. So mm. it's terrible for them. The Yankees, on the other hand, the Yankees, on the other hand, just became the Warriors of baseball. Come on now, in, in the sense of they got two light skinned brothers with unlimited range. They, it is <laughs> not Let them fly, baby. It is not a game like light skinned bad. Like uh, the funny thing I saw was somebody put up a meme where like the Boston Red Sox now have to make that wall like to to the heavens. Because they have to play there, what, 18 times? I think it's... Do you play 18 times something or something like that? Like that? Something. You play them, so not, maybe nine games, uh, maybe. I don't know how many. The point is, that is a short fence. These dudes hit the ball to other planets. I don't know how you pitch to them. This is this is going to be reminiscent of like... It was that I feel sorry for the baseballs. I feel sorry for the baseballs. I really do. I really do. And that and then this is the thing. Giancarlo hit 59 last year. Mm. 59 home runs in a division. And this is, this is real inside baseball. Uh, National League East does not necessarily have the most... Hitter friendly ballparks. Mm-hmm. Meanwhile, the American League East, mm. where we're talking about Boston, mm-hmm. we're short fencing left. Mm. We're talking about New York, mm. short porch on both sides. Mm. We're talking about Toronto, where the balls fly out. We're talking about Tampa Bay, where the balls, the ball, it's, it doesn't play necessarily fair, so they fly out a little decently. And then we're talking about um, Baltimore. Balls fly out. That they could hit. They could hit like I don't know, like 150 home runs between the two of them. I wouldn't surprise me. Like it's it's insane. I don't know how you pitch to them. Yeah, this is Bash Brothers esque. Oh, this is better than that. I mean, it's the last. I'm trying to think of the last time that I felt like two. If if Judge continues what he was doing, if he doesn't have a sophomore slump, the last time two sluggers of this caliber, and I think showmanship. If that makes sense, like the way they hit the ball, yeah, they hit them far. Yeah, they <laughs> they hit them far. They hit them very far. Yeah, uh, it not on any sort of level. I'm just talking a little nostalgically. Mm. It reminds me of when Chipper Jones and Andrew Jones were at their best as a Braves fan. Not on level at all. But I'm saying, it, <laughs> I get what you're saying. It felt like that. If you're ten, it felt like that. Okay, but so th- I mean, I'm excited for young Yankee fans. Oh yeah, young people in New York that don't know if they're going to get into baseball. Like I think this is going to bring a lot of eyes to baseball because one of the best hitters is now in a bigger market. Mm-hmm. I hate that it's the Yankees. I hate that that's what it takes to get people to watch baseball. But like almost like a superhero movie, sports are as good as their villain. Yankees just became the villain. The Yankees are the villain. But then the thing about baseball, you'll realize is like y'all can hit all these home runs, but if you can't you can't get people out, they gotta show up they gotta show up their uh, starting five. 
Because you can't get people out. So it doesn't matter. I tweeted a little bit about this. You defended Jeter. You think there's zero foul play involved at I, all? I think the foul play happened before Jeter. Like the foul, the foul play wasn't when he went to the Yankees. The foul play is how they immediately want to trade him. But I'm saying the fact that so they traded arguably the best hitter in baseball. Right? Okay. Okay. They got back zero top minor league prospects. Mm-hmm. Zero. Okay, I'm hearing you. They got nobody. Who they did they got, get? No, no, no. Who did they get? So they got uh, Castro. And, and what, who was a good baseball and player? Devers. Okay. And where are they ranked? Who, is, who are the, the minor league players? Where are they ranked? Oh, I don't have the rankings right now. All right. I'm not. The listen. statement that I've got is they have none of their top. Let prospects. me be very clear. The I Yankees didn't give up anything for the it, best but, hitter. But in it, it had nothing to do with them giving up anything. It had everything to do with the Marlins being a terrible franchise and trying to dump salary. So you can say that, you know, Jeter, you know, Kahoot, you know, it was in cahoots with the Yankees, but like, no, they have terrible ownership in Miami and they played the people of Miami because it's taxpayer money, put up all this sure. stuff. And then they're like, we're going to give you this contract three to 10 years, 300 million or whatever it was. And then immediately are like, we're going to get rid of you because we don't want to pay you. So who who that, is that on Jeter? I don't think that's on Jeter. But, but the so, fact that the fact that almost any other franchise would have given you more. They didn't want to take on payroll. That's the thing. They're not trying to take on payroll. That's why it's not on Jeter. They're trash. They're a trash organization. They are. Who doesn't want to take on payroll? Well, the owner robbed the city. Right. Let's and just if, say and that. also and also if you don't think that these players who are connected to other teams don't when they get in front of office say I have because it's all about relationships. I have a relationship. Braves used to do that all the time. Braves used to get minor league players from uh, Kansas City all the time. Well, no, and uh, <laughs> and he listed, like most teams do that. I think he listed he didn't want to go to the Cardinals. He didn't right. want to go. Also had a no trade clause. He had a couple. He had he had a handful. So of teams he was he all he, yeah. So it's like, what do the Yankees <laughs> want to give me? Because we're not going to keep them. So it's not it's not this cahoots like this shadow government or whatever you said. Oh no, it definitely it's, it's Stanton said here are the teams I will go to. They put offers to say, he's like, I don't want to go there. It's going to be Dodgers or it's going to be the Yankees. The Yankees said, here's what we're going to give you. Because they, they don't have any more leverage. The Marlins have no leverage in this trade. The they Marlins have, have the best hitter no, in baseball. Th- there's no leverage. He has no trade clause. And they say, I only, that's what's smart on his part. When he signed a contract with a trash organization, he said, I will have the power. And in the, the day, he had the power. So they got what they gave him. They had no leverage. Nobody's looking around. Like It's not like Jeter only, only went to the Marlins just to give them Stan. Oh, no, no. I think that's definitely. I, I think, know you do. I, I think we're going to see two or three of the Mar- the next two or three big Marlins players mm-hmm. that go somewhere. I think they're going to go to the Yankees. So you think uh, Cunha, not Cunha, wasn't it? Azuna is going to the Yankees as well? Uh, yes, when he leaves. I think I think Jeter's going to filter as many players to the Yankees as he can. Next topic. I think he works for the Marlins and then 1A. If you say, I feel like if you said some of the stuff with a tenfold hat, I would take it more seriously. <laughs> but since you don't, I have to look at you and discuss Please next time. If you said with a small glasses and a fake mustache here, <laughs> where we just knew the character yeah. was a character, yeah. it's like I, that's it. Yeah. One day we'll meet the real Nate. One day. We've met the old drunk Nate. We've met. You haven't met we've drunk met Nate. This, uh, yeah, we've met this facade of a character Nate anymore. here. This isn't. We've met summertime, drink beer, cigars Nate. We yeah. want the real Nathan Owens. We want vulnerable Nathan Owens. I'll text my boo and put it on the line Nathan Owens. We yeah. want that Nathan Owens. Let's get it. Come on, exist. man. What we got next? Next topic. Oh, this is going to be fun. Mm hmm. So Marshall Falk uh, was suspended uh, by NFL Network over sexual harassment allegations. Um, man, so a couple employees have come out saying that Falk uh, sexually harassed them, which I think is important to say harassment instead of uh, 
Assault? Assault. Yeah. Yes. Uh, yeah. So these are allegations. Falk Spence is Both of them should get you fired, though. Yes. Both <laughs> should get you fired. Let me just be clear. One should get you in prison. Yes. Um, so Marshall Falk, Ike Taylor, and Heath Evans have all been suspended from NFL Network. Donovan McNabb, uh, Warren Sapp. The, the NFL Network employee, uh, he, she alleged that uh, all of these play, these people uh, even Eric uh, Weinberger, uh, one of the producers from the NFL Network, were all uh, sexually harassing her. It's seven dudes. We're talking about seven dudes, all hollering one or doing being. She was creepy. a former. She was a former wardrobe stylist, and she described some actions that included uh, sending her explicit photos and texts, as well as groping her at work. Stop it. Let me just jump right into this. Let's Fellas, go. Let's go. Stop it. Let's if you're go. listening to this podcast, if you got a friend listening to this podcast, if you pass this podcast this what on we going to another in. fella, let's go. Keep going. Stop it. It's we ridiculous. All, all it's disgusting. Yeah. It's stupid. Yeah. It's dumb. It's, it's disrespectful. Dumb. It's 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 ridiculous. Nobody wants your dick pic, okay? Nobody. Dicks are dumb, okay? <laughs> Let's just talk about it. I'm sorry if you're getting coffee right now, you're on your morning commute by yourself, or if your baby girl was in the car and you ain't know that was going to happen. But dicks are dumb. All right, turn this down real quick. Dan's going to put on something on this here just so you know. But dicks are dumb. Nobody wants to see that. Don't touch anybody without permission. Don't give her a side hug without permission. Don't give her a high five. Don't say her hair smells good. Don't do anything. Just stop it. Don't give her a cool wink in the text message. Do not do it. It. Let these women do their job. Stop it. This is crazy, man. Let them man. do their job. It is crazy, but then it's not crazy. It's not crazy. This is why it's not crazy. It's not crazy because I'm trying to see how how deep I want to go. How deep I want to go. go. How deep. Yeah. It's not crazy because, yo, this world's crazy, yo. This world is crazy. This world's, this world's broken. All right, that's as deep as I'll go. This world's broken, yo. Mm-hmm. And so what I mean by that is just like... It's 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 just you look around and there's a a, a sparkling of good and there's a lot of bad. There's a lot, there's of, a bad. lot of bad. And Currently, for the I good, think, that's I think Roy Moore just won in, nope. in Alabama. He just won or is he leading? Uh, I'm pretty I'm pretty sure he had a, a big big margin. So. Oh, is that right? Big margin. Yeah. So it's just it's 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 some good and sometimes that good feels real big, but then there's a lot of bad and just you know I just don't I just don't. I don't get why um, I do, but it's unfortunate um, that that guys are just oh so it's so deep it's so much to unpack here and we don't have enough time to unpack it. But fellas, stop it! I'm gonna stop there and take a deep breath. It's ridiculous. Nate, what you got? So for me, I think the two people that not to not to shift blame, mm-hmm. but two people that need to be held accountable are are friends and whoever. Your your father, your father, your father figure, whatever that. Those two people that are that are in. If you're, if you're anywhere in that position, you've got to be better. We have to hold each other accountable much better than we have been. I think that's the one thing. Marshall Falk, there's no way that only he and the girl knew this was going on. That's what I'm going to assume. Mm-hmm. So as a friend, if if you've got a friend who brings you this situation and says, "Hey, look at these text messages," or "Hey, it I'm ain't happening, bro. Not in, in not in society." Now with culture and media, that's not happening, bro. I just I think it's that's not happening. I think that's what's, these guys need to be held accountable. Don't don't hear me trying to shift blame, but I'm saying as as friends and as other people like that, we need to hold we need to hold men accountable. Men need to hold men accountable. Mm-hmm. Don't let this get seven years deep and mm-hmm. now fifteen women mm-hmm. are finally brave enough mm-hmm. to be be there from the start to hold these guys accountable and to protect these women 
in these kind of environments because football is hyper masculine. It has it. It always has. The world been. is hyper masculine. So that is true. We live. We live in a. It is true. Uh, current uh, president before it was like, "Hey, this is what I do." This is what to I these do. Women. Yeah. And, yeah. And, like, and people were like, "Yeah, we ride with that. We ride with we that. We ride with that." So of course the Sounds NFL. Like a good time. We can't expect the NFL network. <laughs> no, 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 no. To have no, more higher, no, more no. high ground. No, no, than no, the no. offices of the president. Yeah. If you're a celebrity, they let you do it. Yeah, that is a direct quote. So from we're our we're living we're living in times where where I mean here's 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 look for the silver lining. Mm. The silver lining is mm-hmm. we're now living in a time where the culture has shifted mm-hmm. in the sense that these women feel uh, uh, powerful enough to say, "Hey, this ain't cool," and I'm bringing you down. Yes, because this you know I've never seen Madman, but I've heard back in the day he could mm. just do whatever. Mm. You know what I mean? Yeah, we're talking about forty fifty years ago, whatever. Now mm. women are like so noticing the progress there. Um, there, you know, I think younger me would have said, "Here's what women should do," and that's mm-hmm. not—that's silly. Oh, younger me, younger me, oh, younger, younger me. oh, younger me, <laughs> younger me, older me is like, "Here's what." And this is anybody listening. You have to look at this and say, "What am I gonna do?" Yeah, yeah. Like we all go, "Like what am I gonna do mm-hmm. about X, Y, Z that we see, we know, we hear, we can sniff out whatever? Mm-hmm. What am I gonna do when this happens in my environment?" Because yeah. Because we live in, like you said, a broken world, and mm-hmm. because we live in times where dudes just feel like they can send any kind of picture or put their hand anywhere or whatever, whatever. Those of us who who see this stuff and are discuss it on social media or whatever, whatever, have to look at yourself and say, "What is? What am I gonna do? Yeah. What is? What is my my moral? Like, what? What? What am I gonna stand for? Yeah. You know what I mean? Am and, I am I gonna be uncomfortable and 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 fade back and be cowardly, mm-hmm. or am I gonna be like, you know what? This is worth me exerting my power as a man." Well, it has to start with everyone making that decision and accountability because what what we live in, that is swimming upstream to the unt power mm-hmm. because music, movies, all forms of society is like, yo, you look at music uh, from, I mean, just all the way up from just how we treat women in music and movies and relationships and text messages and jokes and this, that and the other. Uh, to our past and experience as as a uh, a society of human beings, it's been detrimental to uh, anyone who has not been in power, which has been primarily uh, white men, uh, and then minorities and women are down at the bottom that's been stepped on, mm-hmm. and then don't even be a minority female. Come on, you know what I'm saying? Because it's wrapped that bad boy up. And so what I'm saying is Shout out to black women real quick Who I just saw 97% of black uh, women in Alabama Did not vote for 97 Who is We ain't got time to talk about three We're gonna praise the 97 And we're not gonna talk about the three We're not gonna give the three percent Any of that 97 So yo Again Just wrap it up Yo men Do better Be better Shut it down Any ladies Call them out Call them bad boys out Uh, in a face Send it in an email Blast them how you want to Because you can do you, Whatever you want to do You deserve you know to be in those spaces Doing the work that you yeah. Worked you know hard I mean? to do And, and for so, any dude That's not allowing that It's just It's yo, just shame unfortunate you. yo It's just unfo- It's just really It's crazy Let me, I mean, I'm not up here On a high horse saying You know what I'm saying uh, My journey as a young man From zero to 31 Has been the best But what I am saying Now presently Is that Yo we all have to do better you know what I'm saying? We have to be better. We have to hold each other accountable. Men versus men. Not women saying men be better. But we're talking about men versus men calling each other out. If you got to lose that friendship, bro, lose that friendship. It ain't a friendship you needed anyway to begin with. You know what I'm saying? So, men be better. That was that was the uh, dicks are dumb and men be better, yo, God dog. Because that's... Yeah. I just don't want to see... I don't like to look at my own... Well, listen, I ain't got time for this. I don't have to... It's ridiculous. Why would you send that at 215? Mm. She's trying to finish a lane cuisine and get back to her hard working job and you want to come over with the nonsense. Ugh. Get out of here.
Let me see your 401k. Stop shoot me, people. Shoot me with a 401k. How about yeah. that? Shoot that's, me with that. That's what also, you send a pay stuff. Send me pictures. Stop touching people. <laughs> Stop touching people that don't want to be shoot touched. Me, shoot me your credit score. How about that? Are you in the 700s? Yeah. We're going to fall off a cliff then, God dog. That's it. Get out of here, man. It's yeah. ridiculous, yo. All right. well, listen, we're going to take a quick break real quick. We're going to come back with something lighter. Uh, <laughs> I'm saying, but we'll be back in just a second. All right, we are back. Yo, topic number six. You know what it is. It's time for your grandma's favorite topic, Nate Hates. Nate, what are we hanging on this week? All right, so I, I'm trying to think the best way to start this. I'm a fan of Christmas music. I am. But I think there's this bizarre trend of this terrible new Christmas music that's coming out. Um, that's awful. I'll go ahead and, and say it. Pentatonics, stop making Christmas music. I think acapella in general. Acapella Christmas music has always been just absolutely miserable. No good Christmas song has been written in the past 15 years. So stop with this original stuff that doesn't make sense that <laughs> nobody knows. Nobody knows them. That's the fun of Christmas songs, is that everybody knows them. The only person to get away with a newer Christmas song is All I Want for Christmas is You. I think that was 95 or 97, and that's just because it's incredible. Nobody has written an All I Want for Christmas is You since then, so stop trying. The one guy that gets me the most, though, is Michael Buble and his stupid Christmas album. Who do you think you are, Mr. Buble? What are you... I, 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 get, I get your career. You found your niche which is 45-year-old white soccer moms. I get it. You've got your crowd. It's awesome. Good for you. Don't don't step in. I think what, what bugged me is, is on his Christmas album, I think it's the last song. He starts by saying, this is my gift to you, and then he sings Winter Wonderland, which shouldn't even be a Christmas song. It doesn't say anything about Christmas or December or presents or Jesus or anything. It's just a winter song, so stop making it a Christmas song. Get that Christmas or Winter Wonderland, Sleigh Ride, and Let It Snow. Those aren't Christmas songs. They never say anything about Christmas. It's just about being cold. It's cold in February. Sing them then. Michael Bublé, this is my gift to you. Who's it a gift to? You made people buy your CD and buy your... Stop acting like you're Chance the Rapper for Soccer Moms. You're not giving gifts, Michael Bublé. You're not. You're prete- How are you pretentious when you sing? Michael Bublé is the only person that sounds pretentious when he sings. You're not the Rat Pack. You're not Sinatra. Okay, you're a decent karaoke singer. Just ride that high. Just just ride it out. Stop on your albums with the suits and the, this is my gift and the Christmas concerts. You're not that. Stop it. Stop writing originals. Don't do Santa Buddy. He has he took he took Santa Baby, which is a fun silly Christmas song that Eartha Kitt was phenomenal in. And he's like, "You know what I need to do? I need to make that about me and Santa having a bromance." Just hanging out, tossing back IPAs, and <laughs> I don't like it. So stop. Just to in Ooh. in summary, stop Man. writing new Christmas songs. Just keep doing the old ones well. That's Man. all. Or stop. I think we're good with Chris. I love Christmas music. I listen to it from November second to January first, and I'm good. You don't have to remake anymore. I've got Elvis. I've got the Jackson 5. I've got Mariah Carey. I've got Burl Ives. I'm set. How many of those, how many of those uh, do you know, Damon? He just said. Jackson 5. Mm-hmm. I mean, I know of Elvis. Yeah. Um, I think that was it. I, okay. was I mean, it. the Rat Pack has a great Christmas album. But you can you can stop when you said November 2nd. Yeah. That's just, Shut that down. That is ridiculous. Also, you can stop. You could have stopped the meeting when you said there's no good acapella groups. <laughs> and this is another reason why you must hang around more black people. Have you ever heard of Take Five? <laughs> no. no, you have not. 
had you heard of them, you wouldn't say what you just said. Take five is amazing. I'm gonna let you go ahead and do some homework. Okay, look them I'll, up because they're homework. amazing. Your pentatonics is fantastic, man. What you don't like about pentatonics? I don't like their Christmas stuff. Why not? It doesn't. It doesn't sound good. It doesn't sound good. It doesn't sound good. I don't mm-hmm. like that they have maybe one song that mm-hmm. I knew, and the rest are these weird original Christmas songs. No, they got all that the just hits. Sound bizarre. They got thirty songs of all the hits. They just sound. This doesn't sound good. It sounds weird. Why are we trying to make Christmas music is all already great? Why are you Stop 60? messing with it. Why are you 72 years old right now in a diaper? It's not You got to... You're going to age yourself, man. You're going to age yourself to bad cholesterol real quick, man. You got to do better. This guy... Doesn't this he sound bad. like he's a 49-year-old yeah. dad with two high school girls yeah. who just nag him about who, yeah, their car? At you just, all the time? Just, just smack uh, their TV at you all got, the time? Uh, just... Where's yeah. the remote? Yeah. Got the, uh, All while doing his tidy whities. Just, <laughs> just like a, a big ball of cornflakes in his yeah. underwear, just watching. How did just you get to watch Frasier? What's <laughs> wrong with. For someone who loves creativity, yeah. he surely is trying to <laughs> shut it down when it comes to Christmas songs. Yes, Christmas songs, they're done. Are they? Were they done when they first became songs? No, no, no. There's, there's a. You see what I'm saying? I, I do why, see what you're that's saying. That's why creativity is a must. Because if we were to stop, I'm pretty sure somebody had a Christmas song in the 1800s. Shut it down. And somebody was like, you know nah, what? We good. I'm gonna do Jingle Bells, nah. and then they was like, you sound stupid. <laughs> Dumb old. Who care about Jingle Rudolph? Ooh. Rudolph is relatively new. Do you like Rudolph? Rudolph's you, not new. New in the sense of like in the last hundred years. Yeah. Right. I, I'm so a hundred years before that, I guarantee you it was other Christmas saying. songs. Sim- had someone stopped all I want for Christmas had someone you. stopped, we never got Rudolph. You sound ridiculous to at one point the main creativity out of artists. I just really want you to be twenty seven years yes. old. Yes. I do. I just really want that for your soul. Every time I see you, you make statements that make me that make me think that you also come with like heart medication. <laughs> I feel like you just got like packets of Metamucil in your car, yeah. bro. I just feel like yeah, it's like I feel like you, you and your dad for icy hot. <laughs> him and his dad shop at together. Yeah, it's like it's yeah. just not. You borrow not, your dad's aspirin. Ooh, it's like good, Nate. It's like no, good. I'm not gonna put in your dad. Dad's much more young and lively. Than oh you. yeah, he's he's a much he's a better much 27 more year old guy. How did than you end up like this? Nah, I don't know, where man. you hate new Christmas songs? <laughs> or it's not even that you. I get I'm not getting down with songs that aren't necessarily popular, but to to. To be upset at one end about someone's lack of creativity, and then another end, when someone tries to be creative with something, you say, "I hate creativity." It's not about the creative; it's just it, that it's bad and it's a money grab. New Christmas songs. So some nobody's con- putting in work for new Christmas songs. Nobody's trying to make them great. They all sound terrible and cheesy. You heard them all? I yes, <laughs> and I've skipped them all. You so you haven't I, even heard them? And I've yeah. thumbed down yeah. all of them. This guy, you don't know. So you don't know My he's, goodness, he's sixty-six. He's sixty-six. You're he's the six. oldest. You're the oldest. It's oldest, angriest, oldest, angriest. Just, just the old white guy my from uh, uh, Dennis goes. Dennis, yeah, Dennis. you're Mr. Wilson. <laughs> hey, Mr. <laughs> Mr. Mr. Wilson. You're Mr. Wilson. Mr. Wilson. You can't even like. Mm, oh my. Nathan Brady and Mr. Mr. Wilson. That is not a good look. You're like the Grinch all the time. <laughs> He's a summer Grinch. He's a summer Grinch. <laughs> but your heart never Ooh. grows two sizes at all. Was a summertime Grinch, bro. That is You're ridiculous. a summertime sweaty Grinch. <laughs> Your heart never grows. A Grinch in sweats, pants, yeah. and shorts. 
just drenching with sweat. Summertime, drenched in shorts. He's a, he's a Grinch who has like a basketball jersey on, but with no t-shirt yeah. underneath. You know, you know, that's you know, not you know, old man and don't even have a cup of lemonade. You just out here dry mouthed, old and angry. Goodness. If I ever go Jersey with no shirt underneath, bro. push me in front of a bus. You're that's a Grinch that eat cream of wheats, man. You cream of wheat, bro. You can't wait till you can. Society accepts a young man of your age. Eight. You got gas sex in your pocket right now, don't you? Just right you now. Do. Just the old, just. How did you get so you're old? You're 27, Nathan Owens. 27. I think you you think the twist is is too revolutionary of a dance. <laughs> <laughs> what was wrong with the mashed potato? What was wrong with the mashed potato? It was potato? a fine dance. Oh, it was, was good. No need to go move the hips. Yeah. Oh my goodness. But not too much hip movement. Like just angry. Just hate the color TV. Just oh yeah. my goodness. Back in my day, the re- you say back in my day for stuff that you never experienced. <laughs> we gotta we gotta keep moving. No, we don't go in right here. here. We, we can do eight this topics can be the end of it. We can wrap this up right here, right this there. This is just bad. Summertime Grinch. Summertime Grinch. Ooh, isn't that good, Nathan Owens? Do you I mean, know? Go ahead. I'm just saying, like, who's who's out there for a summertime Grinch? That's the that's one of my that's one of my wreckings in my mm. soul for him. Who's out there? Who's out there for him for the summertime Grinch? Answer go, that question for us, Nathan. Ooh, who's out there for know. the summertime Grinch? You got oh. see this is this is why we care because like you mm. continue down this path. Oof. We know that there's no one out there for that's this it. current. Your folks Nathan. aren't letting you back. <laughs> okay, They're that's not. it. Your friends live too far away. Yeah, you've you been gotta, doing comedy, so those relationships are actually not strong. You got to make you think a change. They're strong, they're faded. Because we want, we care about we you. Your there's, brother's about to leave no you. There's no one out there no, for current good, Nate. Man. This is not good. Because this Nate this is not good, not, guys. If you're listening to this, this send him some encouragement. This Nate does not appeal Ooh, to any woman. Nobody. Because any Zero woman in her right mind to would be like, Grinch. why is he so this? mad? I can't do this. Sure, he's funny on do, stage. I can't listen but he, to Blue he, Christmas in he's, November. He's begrudgingly funny. <laughs> like, he's clearly funny on stage. He's a talented comedian. And then it's almost like... It's almost like I feel like this person is like almost like when you do make people laugh, like quiet down, <laughs> quiet down. Hush. I'm still talking. Hush. That's not how laughs Trying work. To read if the I'm paper here. Trying to read the paper here. What do you say, Sonny? What do you it's say? So not oh, fun. It's not good. Man, why are you like this? Is it, Bur- birthday boy just goes around popping balloons. Pop balloons. No. What's wrong with you? No. Wait, no. That good Pop. air. Yeah. Oh, I'm a Tom Grinch. I'm a Tom Grinch, man. We're here for you, though. Nate, we care about you every man. week. Our relationship grows one hour a week every time. Every time. Uh, if you're a lady listening, you're into grumpy old Nate. You better. Maybe that's a thing. Mm-hmm. I think there's one. I don't think so. <laughs> there can't be. There can't be. There's hope, though. There's it's hope. It's been a good year for Nate to know. It's been a very guys. great year for Nate. It's been a good year for Nate to know. And but. I think we're excited to see. Yes, then we're excited to see your growth. That's well, why I come every week to see how he grows. I do. I be disappointed, but I'm excited to see. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm never satisfied with it, but <laughs> I'm like, oh, I'm you know, again? it's something happening. This again? Yeah. Oh boy. All right. I don't think this next topic is going to help him either. Nope. Let's get into Let's it. Let's go, oh, man. I gotta. <laughs> so Blake Griffin did another comedy show. Ooh. I don't even want to really intro this. Blake Griffin did another comedy show. Everybody laughed. Now Blake Griffin is the greatest comedian of all time. Y'all can discuss it. We talked about this in pre-show. We did talk about it in pre-show. And uh, I'm just sick of Blake Griffin going on stage mm. a handful of times, mm-hmm. getting great laughs, mm. uh, and then everybody's like, "Oh, well, he's obviously great at stand-up." Mm. Um, I think that uh, man. I'm almost. We talked about this so much pre-show that I'm almost exhausted talking about it. I just think there's a distinct. Let's a sum distinct- it up. Let's all you say what you're gonna say, and all then right. we'll sum it up. So, so to sum it up for me, and I'll I'll let you guys talk because I'm I'm done. I'm done with this conversation. I'm mm. done with this topic. I doubt that, but continue. 
I think there's a distinction between being funny mm-hmm. and being a funny person and being good at stand-up comedy. Blake Griffin is probably a funny person that makes people laugh, but I refuse to say right now he is good at stand-up comedy because the jokes are not good. And that's that's all I have to say about that. You know, you know who people say they have good jokes? Who's that? Dane Cook. He did say that. You know what Dane Cook went on to do? <laughs> Run the world for Run a few years. Run the world. Am I correct with that? Am I correct with that statement, Nathan Owens? People said Dane Cook didn't have good jokes? Yes or no? Yeah. Oh, don't lie to the people, Nathan Owens. Don't lie to the people. Did man. people say Dane Cook did not have good jokes? Yes or no? Yes. All right. Thank you, sir. You know, Dane Cook sold out arenas. 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 And people said, oh, man, Dane Cook is coming up here with the act outs and the charm and the charisma and the blue 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 We don't care. The crowd don't care. The hardworking men and women of America Ooh. and around the world who say, y'all need a babysitter. I got to pay $10 for parking. Mm-hmm. Let me put on a good shirt. I don't care. I want to laugh and have a good time. Funny is funny. Wherever you go, you want to go to China, be funny. You want to go to Canada, be funny. You want to go to Tulsa, be funny. Funny is funny. So let me just say that off top. That's one. Good jokes. The tension, I don't want to give too much away because the pre-show was already good and, you know, if you ain't on the pre-show, you ain't everything. Uh, can't get y'all the goods. But what I will say is this. I think the biggest tension for you specifically with this argument about him not being a good stand-up was your criteria of what makes a good stand-up. And you said that you have to good, have good jokes. I right? think that's a huge part. And, right? and then we said, what are good jokes? And then you said, what make good I jokes? Think, I think good jokes are smart, funny, well thought out, mm-hmm. and unique. Mm-hmm. Or at least origin, unique to you. Mm. I think those are good jokes. Mm-hmm. What did Blake Griffin say on stage to make you think he wasn't? We didn't write good jokes. Mm. Oh, I, I mean, I don't know it by heart. I listened to what, it briefly. What, what's the gist of what he said? Oh, I don't, I don't care. <laughs> so it, it literally it went, it? it went in one year, and I went, "That's not good." It was like at noon today. It was. <laughs> what did it kind of make me sound nothing like? Nothing wasn't. No, no, no. Let's no, 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 just, just say none of it was memorable. No, no, no. I'm just asking. You had to remember something. I don't remember any said. of it. Oh, okay. Because the whole time I was like, so this you're currently, is not good. So what you're currently saying is based off something you don't know anything about. It's if you, something that I listen you can't, to You once. can't both tell me you don't know anything about it and tell me that it's, that, that it's terrible. Do you think it was good? I'm asking you. I understand that. And I've answered <clears throat> that I do not think it was good. I think it was good because... Everyone else in that room thought it was good. I didn't say it wasn't successful. I jokes good. can be successful. My words, don't put words, my, my word was good. So you think it just because a crowd laughs That's at a, a big joke, part in it's it. good. That's a huge part in it. What percentage would you give that? 75. 75%. Mm-hmm. Okay. You know, we want to go back to Dan Cook, that for years people was talking about that he didn't have jokes and he crushed and killed. I'm giving you a prime example I mean, of this no, right I, here. I understand that. I've heard people say, they, people didn't think they I'll were be smart. personal about this. I've people say, I don't write good jokes. <laughs> I've heard that. They don't write no jokes. You can't. And guess smart. what? Maybe I don't. No. The whole but thing guess is, what? <laughs> <laughs> I dare you to try to follow me. <laughs> See Burry. what the crowd say. I put that heat on you with my bad jokes. Nate, how my poorly written comedy? jokes. Uh, this is my fifth year. Going into your fifth year. I. I just want you to be mindful of the hyperboles and your absolutes. That's all. I I, I just want you to be that. mindful of your hyperboles and your absolutes because they're very slippery slopes. And then you're back there to a corner because it's not true and it's unproven. And then you just got as long as you come out with the opinion phrases, the sentence starters. I call them my fourth graders. Come out with appropriate sentence starters for your arguments. Everyone, oh, okay, that's what he thinks or believes. We just want you to master fourth grade concepts. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> If you can tell me what a conjunction is and how to use a complex sentence structure, we will be okay. 
That's all I'm saying. I'm gonna but wrap I, this up on a boat because I feel like we we, don't sure, need, sure, sure, yeah, we, we got a minute. Yeah. Oh, I was just gonna say very. Uh, just gave you the light. Oh yeah. Uh, <laughs> no, I was gonna say is uh, this is another clear example for our listeners of Nathan hating people with multiple skills. <laughs> That's one all it skill. is. Nate doesn't hate people who are good at one thing, mm. but if you're good at two things, can have the it. wrath of his eighty year old mental, his eighty year old brain. Nothing to do with it. Has nothing to do with it. it You've, you've yet to you've yet to embrace someone that's good at two things. I said to say I said seventy five percent that crowd plays a big part in someone being able to be good at something. You say what? What percentage are you giving it? Uh, given the crowd, forty percent. And so, where, where's the rest of the percentage coming from? The rest of the percentage comes from if is the joke good or not. You realize they don't let you well back written, on stage if, if well no one performed. laughs. No, no, I understand that, but people are going to laugh at good jokes. People also laugh at silly jokes and bad jokes. And hack yes, jokes, I, I and racist jokes, and terrible, not good rape jokes. I think I just I think we're giving a lot to the fact that Blake Griffin, as a charming celebrity, is going to get laughs. You know, who you jokes. remind me of. What you got? Another one. This is this is not a person. This is, you remind me of a comedian that once did comedy and no uh. longer does comedy in Atlanta. Uh. Who once said about a local comic here named mm. Carlos Miller, mm. who was currently on Wild and Out Ooh. and a bunch of other stuff. Uh-oh. He came in a room and said to me, "I'm not going to use his name." Good. Said to me. He's not funny because all he is is act outs. He don't write jokes. That's what a comedian who's not here anymore. No, no longer doing comedy. About Carlos Miller's been well, the last no, no, comic no. standing wilding out. Right. I'm not talking about act outs. No, no. What he said was he's all charisma. There's no jokes. Mm. And this is somebody. And this is why it hurts because you're sounding exactly like this guy. Mm. <laughs> because what you're saying is because he doesn't do it the way I do it. Mm-hmm. No, no, it's, no. Because no, you brought that. you brought up no, no. You kept bringing up charisma and these things are the reason why he's getting laughs. And you just tried to knock down act outs. You just tried to. You no, did. No, I didn't knock down act outs. You just sit, but you just tried to knock down his act outs. No, no, I said I'm not talking about act That's part outs. of comedy. That's part of stand up. Yes, it is part of stand I'm not bashing act outs. But you're saying charisma. What I'm saying is the arguments with this guy had were this particular comedian, Carlos Miller, was all charisma and barely any jokes. And it, he's, he, I don't he's know. He's no good. He's trash. He's not good. And then you sound so much like this what person. I, what I'm saying is that, <laughs> saying that don't you, sound like bad comedians that don't do comedy anymore. That's all I'm asking of my friend. Please don't sound like bad comedians that don't do comedy anymore. Saying. And everybody That's hates and no one likes them David because they Perdue. say ridiculous things. If, if Please took, don't be cousins to this person. <laughs> if I took those jokes uh-huh. and handed them to a comedian that mm-hmm. nobody knew, mm-hmm. okay, in the exact same mm-hmm. environment, mm-hmm. and he gave it with the exact same emphasis sure. that Blake did, mm-hmm. he's not getting those laughs. That's some people, an assumption. Some people got swag on the track. That's what we call it. Some people got mm-hmm. swag on the track. And if he does, Which you means, would say those would be good jokes and he'd be a c- good comedian, correct? I'll give you a perfect example. My brother. Sure. There it is. Okay. Yes. Yeah. There it is. If those jokes were done by not Blake Griffin mm-hmm. and they did well mm-hmm. in front of multiple mm-hmm. crowds, mm-hmm. then yes, it is a good joke. Mm-hmm. But you still haven't given us a, but we know good jokes are subjective. Correct? Uh, he doesn't think so. I don't think good jokes are subjective. I think there's. Oh, I think you there's, can stop. So you can stop right there. No, let's go to the next good topic. Jokes there's, and I think right. successful. You can stop. That only make any sense. This is all subjective. <laughs> this is all subjective. People hate. You Kevin think comedy's like man? People love Kevin Hart. <laughs> you think comedy's like? I can't man. believe you failed that question. <laughs> you failed. Oh my goodness! It was everybody. That well, does, this is gonna be the longest podcast. This like, is. You this just is so failed weird. the question. Is our jokes subjective? That doesn't make any sense. Wow. I don't think it's I don't think it's black and white. Oh, whether there's I don't think it's a yes or no question. I think it's some It's not a yes or no. I think some are. I think some, some comedians. Some jokes are No, no, Nate. No, Nate. What? Nate. I don't want to I don't want to get into this. You shouldn't. You should back away slowly. Like that Homer Simpson meme mm-hmm. when oh, he goes into the bushes, bro. This is what you it's should do. It's not all jokes. All comedy. All art. 
is subjective. It's That's why I give the crowd 60% because there's only two people who can judge. I care about that <laughs> lame horn. It's just hey, two people who can judge. There's two people who can judge the jokes. Yeah. It's nobody on. in the back. Mm-hmm. It's you on there who knows the jokes mm-hmm. and it's the people you're trying to do the jokes yep. for. This is my opinion. If you aren't the person telling the jokes and if you're not the people who are listening trying to do those jokes, those are the two primary people who are going to give accurate first-hand experience of that joke being good or not good for that specific night because we all had good jokes not go well mm-hmm. right but those are the two pieces anybody else could care less about right but to say that some jokes are objectively funny that that, that doesn't make sense there's no just, comic that everyone likes because i don't think that you can put i think you're putting way too much pressure on a laugh if i have a if i have a joke that gets a laugh you, i don't think that joke is good and therefore it's done sure nobody thinks that but what you just said, the problem is you just said there are some jokes that are objectively funny, which is not true because it's subjective art. <laughs> we got to move on. I don't have time. I got to stop throwing my pearls. David shaking his head. This isn't good. Not the, that's, this, this is where this is not bad. If you're not listening, if you're not looking at this, David gave a silent SMH. <sighs> not not an out loud. He didn't come with a joke. He didn't do any backhand comments. He came with a silent. Because we're going to have a conversation after the mic. I'm so tired. After the podcast. I'm just tired. It's, it's a really. <laughs> it's just, we're going to talk about this off the podcast, guys. We got to go. We got uh, to have a little meet in here. We got to yeah. make sure oh. people aren't going backwards to Nightwing here. I thought we had moved up. <laughs> We move away from Robin, but now we have faded back down in the back, girl. And I want to make sure we're not we're not losing. We can't walk into 2018. We're gonna talk about this topic for the next two minutes here. Let's go. Next topic: Seahawks uh, defensive end Quinn Jefferson tried to climb the stands Sunday to get uh, basically went after a fan who uh, tried to throw a. What are we doing with this horn here? <laughs> Quinn Jefferson, uh, mm. the Seahawks, tried to throw a... Uh, well, he tried to go into the stands to go after some fans who threw beer at him after he was kicked out of the game. This is... I'm only going to say a couple things on this because I feel like we've hit on this probably once before. Um, this is this is ridiculous. This guy is six foot four, 291 pounds, runs to 40 under five seconds. Now, I don't care how big you are in the stands. I don't care if you played football two years ago. You need to make wiser decisions. These are again men be better. One, this is a human being, right? That's, this is a, this is a person who, who who deserves dignity and respect just like anybody else. I don't care if you hate the team. I don't care if your brother played for the team and they cut him two days ago. I don't care. But it's ridiculously dumb and disrespectful for you to try to throw beer. So I'm on. I'm, uh, he couldn't get over top for a couple reasons. Eighteen people trying to hold him back, right? And then also it just wasn't easy to climb. But he is very lucky that he did not get over there because it would have been Rap City. Mm-hmm. This is ridiculous. That's all I'm going to say about the topic. Don't. We've talked about don't make fun of people you ain't ready to go after. And do not try to disrespect people you ain't ready to beat up. That's just that's all I got to say about that. Yeah, I think I think your ticket gives you a little bit of leeway that maybe just you on the street doesn't. Uh, I'm going to yell certain things at a game that I probably wouldn't just shout on the sidewalk. Um, but it doesn't. Tickets... And stands don't give you immunity. I'm not throwing beer on anybody. I'm not yelling at anybody's family. I'm probably not even going that personal. So to to have this idea that a lot of fans do that the stands is just I'm protected. I'm in I'm in international waters. You can't do anything to me here. I think I think it's ridiculous. And also I think this is one of the reasons a lot of people are bringing up that NFL attendance is down this year. I think this is a huge part of it. I don't know the last time you've been to an NFL game. It's not a great environment. Mm. There's a lot of very 
very drunk people. There's a fight at probably every NFL game. Hmm. In the stands. I'm not saying certain sections aren't great. I'm not saying you can't go to an NFL game and have a great time. I'm saying I would be hesitant to take a kid to an NFL game right now because of the amount of alcohol that is consumed before these games and during these games. I'm not saying this guy isn't a jerk sober. I'm going to assume he was under the influence a tad. Um, if you've had enough beer to make you throw it at an NFL defensive line defensive lineman and think that nothing's going to happen, you're gone. Like that needs to be a, that needs to be a moment in your life where you go, man, I just hit another man with beer because he had on a different shirt. That's that's that Jerry Seinfeld joke about sports. He's like, I'm booing you because you're in a different shirt that I like. That's such a bad joke. <laughs> what do you think, David? I mean, Seinfeld. Oh, not we're a great not, comedian. We're not going to do that. I don't think it's a good joke at all. Uh, it's pretty. It's more but I'm a laughing, premise. David. I'm laughing over here. I don't here. know though. I just personally feel it's a bad joke because uh, I don't get it, and I think people only laugh at that because he said it on TV. Oh boy. And you know, um, <laughs> here's what I say about anybody that's throwing stuff at football players, basketball players, because this happens all across. I know, yep. Um, I, I I feel that this very strong. There's got to be. We need a space for mm-hmm. these people. Got to need a space to be able to do that. Mm-hmm. Throw you can throw your stuff at a line, throw but uh, you got to do it at the in their face, and mm-hmm. they have to get. Let's say say they get thirty seconds to catch you. Just thirty. Just thirty seconds to Just catch 30. you. Just thirty. If you want to do it, That's here's your time. opportunity, and they get thirty seconds to catch you. Mm-hmm. And then once they catch you, they, they you know. You they know. get two minutes to do whatever they want <laughs> to catch you. They get thirty seconds to catch you. If they don't catch you, you're good. If they don't catch you, you're good. But if they catch you, I just, I just think people need consequences. Ooh, consequences. Honestly, you know what? Not even don't even give people. Here. I think teams should hire mm. huge people to sit Ooh. in the stands, different sections. Okay. And they say just like you know they say tell baseball ticket you get foul balls get hit at your own risk. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. There should be a clause in the ticket say if you do something stupid we got big dudes out here everywhere mm-hmm. you get knocked out at your own risk mm-hmm. we just run up on you like mm-hmm. almost like uh. Like them dudes be on the flight, the air marshals. Oh, yeah. Just you know out of nowhere. I mean? Just on the low. Just out of nowhere. You don't know who they are. They're yeah. just sitting in the stands. Yeah. And you throw a beer at a lineman, and all of a sudden, you get knocked in the back of your head. Boom. And you like, you did what you know what you did. You, you saw the ticket, bro. You saw the ticket, It was bro. in the red. We got to be yeah. able to, just, you people, people don't have consequences. This is wrong with, can I say this is wrong with America. This is wrong with America. Ooh, this is why we have the current president we have. Ooh, you on. can always tell, people to do stuff like that, you know, you can tell they've never been hit before. Mm. How many, how many, how many people ever took a punch? Oh, yeah. Took a punch, name mm-hmm. it. I took a punch. Nate took a punch. You know, never taken a punch. I knew it. <laughs> I knew it. Mm-hmm. Don't 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 wrap me in with beer throwing guy. I'm not that. I'm not Come saying on. you're on that level. Come on. But I can always tell the person that's taken a punch before. Mm-hmm. Because, oh no, no. I, I because do, I do think that is clear. Because the thing is, they they either say or do things, mm-hmm. and they don't think about consequences. You're only on the say things without consequence. You think you say whatever. <laughs> Ain't no consequences. <laughs> this dude think you could do things in no consequences. Do so, so you're slightly better than that drunken slightly person. Than but you're slightly, slightly, but you still say things as if there are no consequences to saying things. <laughs> uh, yeah, and I can tell that because like I said you've never been hit. Uh, so we afraid of kids and playing football. Don't play football. Don't do anything. But every kid should be forced to fight another kid that's bigger time. than him. Just one time. And take that hit because if you walk, you those people walk around concerned, bro, aware. 
Those cats, if you ain't never been here, you just be talking. You just be talking. I said every day at school. I'm yeah. like, oh, one day, bro. One day. It ain't going to go well for you, you man. Everybody knows it. it. And you do. And when you it like, happens to them, they're just uh, like, my life is over. Uh, and they don't understand anything. Because they never had that adversity. They never had to be afraid. Mm-mm. I'm just saying, Nate, you're not, you're not do things you're without do consequences. Things. You understand the consequences for doing things. You do? Yes. But you do not understand the consequences for saying <laughs> dumb stuff. <laughs> and that's why we're here, man. That's why we're here. Next topic. Let's go next topic. <laughs> Speaking about fighting, uh, let's talk about Kawhi Leonard for a little bit. So he's shooting a commercial uh, that has karate in it. And so what he decides to do is share some behind-the-scenes footage of him doing karate, uh, watching it right now. He's breaking boards. He's just Kawhi Leonard is just breaking. And it's like the wrist breaking boards. He's not punching through them. This is crazy. First off, uh, he talks at the start of the video. I had no idea that he, he spoke. I've, I don't think I've ever Was seen. Was it recording? Yeah. No, yeah. I'm saying it was probably was a recording. He didn't say anything, probably. I don't know. Maybe <laughs> that's the first time I, that that literally may be the first time I've ever seen Kawhi Leonard speak words. Mm. Um, but yeah, he's pretty good at this. I, I mean, t- w- would you be scared playing a guy that knows karate? I'd be scared of Kawhi. Yeah, because I think he's the first artificial artificial intelligence basketball player. I don't know if he has a soul, a heart, or anything. He's just, he's just very robotic. Great basketball player though. Yes, very. Uh, what I, you said? Would I be afraid to play a, a dude? Would you? Yeah, if you knew a guy was good at karate, would that affect how you played him on the court at all? No, nah. you can't use karate. Oh, <laughs> 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 go for a layup. You go roundhouse kick me. Oh, you gonna dunk on me? <laughs> yeah, chop to the throat. Chop. Yeah, there's know. a dude. What's it? James Johnson. I think he used to play for the Heat. I don't know who he plays for now. He's like a fourth degree black belt. Mm. And I remember every time there's a scuffle, he he has. To, I think he's good enough to where he can't legally like, get in fights. Cause you know like your hands Are like registered weapons yeah. And stuff like that He's that good at it And I remember seeing one fight And he was just like uh, Guys I can't really You know I'll kill everybody <laughs> I have those skills <laughs> I have a particular set of skills <laughs> That I can kill anybody uh, But no I'm not afraid of nobody uh, with, with, a, with a black belt Or anything like that All I need is one hit Just one? You feel good about one? Not really <laughs> But yep. one to feel good about myself Sure I might get beat up But all I need is one good punch Just one good one in there Yeah Karate's not a game yo That's why You know We've talked about fight a couple times On this podcast for sure You know my methods for fighting Mm. Uh, There are no rules No rules (laughs) But I think It's so It's just It's just funny Because people think People don't know What abilities people have Mm-hmm. There's probably a bunch of people in here yes. who know, like, just in the city alone, who know karate. They either picked it up in elementary school and kept it through high school. Maybe it was a cool hobby. Yeah. That they, they, a class they took in college to get an easy credit. And I was mm-hmm. like, let me just keep this. Maybe it's a young lady who took self-defense classes. Now she's she a bad girl. Whatever the case may be. Maybe somebody who instructs karate for 40 years and you're here trying to fight over a parking spot at the mall. I don't know. But what I do know is <laughs> I'm not messing around with anybody if I don't need to yeah. because I don't know what people's capabilities are. I agree. Every time I see a brand new fight, come on, a brand new, a fight, brand new fight, that's two stupid people. Because I don't know, people. I don't know your skills. I don't know your skills. I'm not fighting bro. a stranger. You gonna fight a black dude with cornrows in 2017, bro? Wow. 2017? If you got if you got Listen. cornrows in 2017, <laughs> bro, <bruh, laughs> you got secrets. <laughs> you got one you of them could very be yeah. But also you got secrets. One of them could be you are trained assassin. <laughs> Cause that those are you only yeah. need you only need you only know, person black person I know in 2017 that has cornrows, Mr. Fantastic on mm. the arrow. That's it. <laughs> I even think he got rid of and the now corn- he got rid of the cornrows. Corn he's a superhero. Yo, with the last skills. time cornrows been hot for me uh, on a black man has been. Uh, I want to know your name and I want to know oh. what you got, man. I want to know. Iverson, Iverson had him after that, right? I feel like once Iverson cut him, everybody got to be like, oh, I thought everybody was done. 
well, let me say this about Iverson. Uh, Iverson came in when he grew him, yes. But Iverson kept him because he could keep him. Right. But he had worn him past when primarily society had given him up. True. That was Iverson's but look. He, well, I'm he saying kept, when he cut him. Oh, when he cut him, though. That's when everybody oh, should have been like, we're done. Everybody should have shut the hole shut down. Just shut all of it down. We're done with this. You mm-hmm. had cornrows, right, Damon? Oh, yeah, for sure. I had cornrows uh, eighth grade through my junior year or early first semester of high school. Mm. Well, what was the decision to cut him? Uh, it was just time for a change. It was a senior year. I had one semester left. I got me a car. Okay. I'm saying I had lost a few pounds. I was like, oh. let me come into let me come in 2005 yeah. strong in this thing. This dude, you dropped your first adult R&B album. Yeah, that's what it is. Bro, I came in with a new fitted. Yeah, you know I'm saying I came in with a little with that little wool hat yeah. back in the day. Oh, you can't tell me nothing, that's bro. That album they dropped. I'm like, I'm not a kid no hey. more. You guess what happened? Though? Though? Guess what yeah. happened though? <laughs> the wife took notice. <laughs> like, Who's this senior? There you oh, go. Who's this slim, sexy, dark caramel chocolate? Went from little bow wow to bow wow. Come on, man. You know what I'm saying? I went down, baby. There we go. That's it. If you got cornrows now and yeah. you you don't have six digits in your don't, bank, account. don't tweet us. <laughs> <laughs> no, we will not respond. Hey, man, this James from uh, Tallahassee. I will block you. <laughs> if you got cornrows in your profile uh-huh. picture, you uh-huh. get blocked by uh-huh. me. I don't man. trust you or your decision making skills. You sleep with your shirt off. I can't trust you, man. Let's keep moving. <laughs> Last topic of day. <laughs> Not enough boundaries. Lindsey Vaughn, yo, has been getting all type of crazy. Uh, Flack, if you don't know Lindsey Vaughn, you should. Um, because we all know her. Because she is a Harold Alpine skier of all time. Um, but recently she was t- uh, talking to a reporters. And they, she's been stunned by the responses that she's received. Because she said that if... She wins a gold medal in the uh, Olympics coming up. She would not visit uh, Trump's White House. And people's been crazy. I don't know what world she's living in, but we just gonna keep it pushing here, sweet old uh, Lindsay. Uh, but <laughs> people like calling her anti-Trump. Some people are saying, yo, I hope you break your neck. You know what I mean? Just because she's like, yo, I don't want to go to the White House that number 45 represents. You know what I'm saying? She's like, yo, I don't get into the Olympics. What's what I appreciate about her. I'm not in here representing a political party or a specific person or government. I'm representing, and she kind of had a nice statement. I'm not going to read all of it here, but kind of the country and the people that make that country good and to believe in. And I was like, okay, I, I see what you're saying here. Mm-hmm. But I'm not surprised at all by the flack and the hatred remarks of saying, yo, I hope you break your neck on snow oh, yeah. uh, because you're saying you don't want to go to the White House <clears throat> because that ain't nothing new for that crew. You I don't see how any woman would go to the White House. No. You going to go to the White House based on what he said? Mm-hmm. After what he said? It's a safety hazard. <laughs> it's not even about, it's literally a Your safety hazard. Your mama should call you right now and be like, boo, don't do that. Yeah, any woman showing up the White it's a safety hazard. He's mm-hmm. told you what he does to women mm-hmm. when he can do what he wants. Mm-hmm. When somebody, t- my angel, when someone tells you who they are, <laughs> believe them. <laughs> So yeah, kudos to you for just you know this and this night. I don't think this is a political move. This might just be a safety move. This just might be a safety. This be safety. I don't, I don't know if I need to go uh, shake hands with this dude. He might not shake my hand. No, 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 no. So no. yeah, you shaking that. I don't know. I'm just I'm so sick of people defending Trump. I know that sounds like such a blanket statement. That's it's just stop. Let people not go to the white. Who cares? Who if you're somebody who seriously cares about Olympic athletes visiting the White House. Reorganize your priorities And that's coming from somebody who definitely has his priorities All over the place Reorganize yours I never once cared Who was going to be at the White House or not If it is a political thing That's fine I have no problem with athletes using their platform To push what they with their political beliefs And their political agenda Whether I agree with it or not That's what makes this country great You're going over there That's We want Lindsey Vaughn to get all the gold medals 
All of them. Mm-hmm. I want America to win all the gold medals, and then I want her to represent America the best she can. Where, real quick, where do we want people to go once they win medals? We need, we need some new places. Mm. We need some new ways for them to come back and celebrate. I'm real. If where it's would me, they do or go? I'm just gonna knock on Barack door. Hey, get yourself real quick. I know you up there, Barry. Barry, come down real quick. I know you up there. I'm gonna what you do. You got them sharpened grads, girl. Yeah. Get down here. I'm gonna go. Like I feel like all the pictures be taken in Obama's living room. Just go to their regular living room, take a picture in front of like uh, uh, Sasha's or Malia's, uh, uh, gra- you know, diploma. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then just, just be kidding. regular, just be regular, just kicking it, just yeah, playing have some backyard Uno, barbecue. Fish fry. <laughs> <laughs> That's where I would go. I make that a thing. Go that back. should be your reward. You get to hang out with the president or former president of your yeah. choice. Mm, it's a hangout. It's not mm. a meeting. No, no, no. Yeah. We're just you kicking. Ain't nobody in suits. No. You know what I'm nah. saying? You come through. I don't think Barack full suits no more. No, see, I ain't seen him in a tie since. He'd be free. I'm free, baby. Throw somebody some Kool Aid jammers. A button has gone down. Oh, yeah. Every. Every year. Oh, yeah. bro, he had his shirt off. I ain't never seen a president with his shirt, shirt off. off. Remember when he was on the beach? He had, I had never seen the president with his shirt uh-uh. off. First time in my whole life I ever seen a president with his shirt off. He, had his, he, he was like, I'm good, baby. <laughs> oh, post. 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 Oh, post. Yeah. oh, yeah. I saw that. Well, yeah, I'm sorry. Yeah. I said president. Yeah, I, I got you. He's still my president. No, he's still. <laughs> for sure. I'm just trying to be clear. Timeline wise in my head. I got yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I remember that. I was living life. Yeah, living life. <laughs> well, I, ain't never, <laughs> I ain't never seen no president with no shirt. That's true. I never not I've always seen presidents. Them the first presidential nipples. I ain't never seen no presidential nipples. Barack making history again. History again, man. Presidential nipples. God dog it. Never seen them. Presidential belly button. Nipples back in the game. (laughs) Right. Just to have those nipples back in the White House. Just one time to have those. What would you do? What would you do, Nate, for those presidential nipples? Those presidential nipples. Yeah, man. That's such a weird thing, and I'm so thrown off right now. Oh, you don't be thrown off. We're trying to put this country back in stock. Presidential nipples. Get those presidential nipples back in the White House for your country. Come on, these presidential nipples. Right now, I'll tell you. I will not visit the White House. I refuse to visit the White House this year. Okay. How about that? You weren't going to visit the White House anyway. Who was you winning? There wasn't no arguments. (laughs) (laughs) This guy. (laughs) This guy's a hoot, yo. This guy. Somebody follow him so he can get to follow him, man. Please. He's not 77 when the bell strikes midnight. Right. (laughs) (laughs) Turn into an old prune. (laughs) Margaret, where are my house shows, Margaret? You're going to marry a Margaret. Because it's the only person that goes with your personality. Margaret's been dead for three years, yeah. sir. <laughs> what? <laughs> you guys just made me a Scooby Doo villain. Yeah. Just like so, you hear how you sound. Good. You sound like a Scooby Doo. Already got away with it, too, if it weren't for you kids. Oh, my goodness. We did it, guys. We did it. That's, that's, a good time. It. that's all the topics. Woo. Sorry, Dan, who has to edit this. <laughs> but we appreciate it. So here's a thank you to Dan for letting us into his house without thank him you, here uh, with the two wild dogs just hanging out. Yeah, we're going to make this quick exit. <laughs> As of now, we're safe. If you guys don't hear from us next week, it's because the dogs the got dogs us. Ganged so up on that's us. just let people know, guys. Thank you so much for listening. Uh, by this Friday, actually, you can come check me out. Uh, I'm headlining Nathan Owens Long Haul at Relapse Theater. Come David's through. hosting. I'm hosting the show. Mm. Uh, it's a great lineup. I, I think it is a great. Lineup. I think it's a great lineup. No, you don't think, think it is. It is. We can. <laughs> is. I can. I'm allowed to say facts that it's a great lineup. Yeah. Okay. Do you believe it? I do believe it. Then it is. But that hasn't made a difference in past arguments if I believe it or not. Okay. <laughs> I don't think our promotion works. This guy. He brought, brought bitterness into the market. Promotion. <laughs> It's a great lineup. I'm supposed to be good I'm at one cl- thing for this time we have one together. Skill, right? Just I'm closing out the show with 30 minutes, and then right after that, uh, Dave Stone is at Relapse Theater, and yeah. I will be opening for him and you as well. Yeah, we both, both of us. Both of us will be. Ooh, yeah. Doubles. Yeah. Good, good night. It's a good night. Come it's to Relapse Theater this Friday. Night. You're gonna see 
two thirds of the fourth and ten crew, we're gonna be yeah. making it happen. And so. if you just want to see one third of it, Dame's at the punchline all weekend. All weekend. Yeah, all weekend. Yeah, yeah, yeah. With Sarah Tiana. Sarah Tiana, fantastic. Sarah Tiana, fantastic. Come check that out. Seen her on Roast Battle and yeah, a bunch Fox of other stuff. Fox Sports One. She's part Sports. of their Super Bowl coverage. She's great. She is. Phenomenal. Uh, my name is Nathan Owens. You can find me on Twitter at I am underscore Owens. Snapchat, Instagram is just I am Owens. It's David Purdue. You can follow me uh, on my website, davidpurduecomedy.com, uh, for all the information you need about what I'm doing in my life. I appreciate that consistency, sir. Got when to. it came, it's been here. Mm-hmm. It ain't left, God mm-hmm. dogging. Uh, yo, get at me on Twitter, D-A-M-O-N-J-R. You know what it is. As always, guys, thank you guys so much for listening. Appreciate you guys so much. Again, listen, we're recording a bonus episode next week. You heard it here. You don't want to miss that. Check out Patreon.com for the exclusive content. Thank you guys so Keep much, man. Rating, That's it. Hashtag fourth and ten. Always. Always. We'll see you Tweet next us. week. Holla. Oh, 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 oh